Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of D&D. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Hex. Triforce Mike. Colin. Lefty. Rule. And we are ready <laughs> to game, guys. Woo! And we've got Jared live drawing in the studio with us tonight. Jared from Flame On. Jared's going to be drawing some uh, Dungeons and Doritos related uh, sketches live of whatever the hell is going on right now. Oh, he's, he's got a penis right there. There's a penis. I think. I think uh, we're not going to be showing you that one. <laughs> I think we're going to have the most anatomically correct chair ever. Yeah. <laughs> for the first. Her, no, not for the first time. Remember, there's a there's a cockroach that lives in the foreskin, so be sure to accommodate for that. Yeah. This is our first episode that is from a donation drive. We're about to play a campaign that was created by one of you amazing listeners and Roosevelted and supported and donated to, and it, it won out above all others that were running in the month that, that we ran this donation drive. It took us a little while to get here. Where the characters were, we had to <laughs> we had to kind of wait for an opening to pop up in the story so we could actually deploy this campaign. But now we're ready. This campaign is uh, called Till Death to Us Part, or How I Stopped Worrying and Learned to Love the Undead. And it's from Zombie Pops and Hooli Hooli. It's also important that we give a shout-out to all the people who sponsored Zombie Pops and Hooli Hooli in this drive. They said that they liked their topic so much that they wanted to support them and see this episode happen. We want to give a shout-out to John Sebastian, Benny, Dan Blake, and Trigger Lily who all got together and wanted to say happy anniversary to Zombie Pops and Hooli Hooli. Now, you guys might remember from previous episodes where we talked about this, Zombie Pops and Hooli Hooli are a couple who actually uh, listens to the show while they carpool every day. Well, actually, I'll read the original letter again. Nerdy Show has become one of our favorites, even the drunken crossovers with OCAD. <laughs> Hooli Hooli absolutely adores Dungeons & Doritos. Their anniversary was coming up. It was back in July. So Zombie Pops thought if he could win the donation contest, give Hooli Hooli a prize to have a voice role in the episode and and have this campaign, it would be the greatest gift. So in this episode, we're going to, uh, we're actually going to have a guest voice by Huli Huli. This is their anniversary present from her husband, Zombie Pops. This is their anniversary present. You'll see, you'll see how the, uh, this campaign ties into their relationship. And uh, <laughs> I don't, it's a true story. I don't know. And if how it, can... it was a beautiful relationship until a bunch of fuckers called Nerdy Show came in, ruined their life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So this is going to be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eve. Eve. from us to you, and uh, we'll this will be like a Christmas present too. 
Crunchmas. It's a Crunchmas present. I get it right. So it's an anniversary Hello. present and a Crunchmas present. So you're welcome, Zombie Pops. And Huli Huli. Crunchiversary. We're so cheap that we actually just do it twice. We try to get both of them out of the way at the yeah. same time. We just kind of pick a middle ground. God, man. Like... <laughs> anyway, this isn't the last time that we're going to be doing uh, one of these D&D-related donation drives. We'll do it in the future as well, and hopefully I'll be able to, to turn it around a bit faster next time. We're really excited. Turn around faster next time. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> of course, uh, the show is donation-funded, so if you like what you hear, please feel free to contribute something. We've got actually a lot of D&D-related related goodies for when you donate even you can donate a dollar anything uh anything and you will get a slew of D related exclusive sketches and other uh other content in your email and of course we also have D merch for sale we've got posters of the of the team with art by tony baldini we've got D dice we still have some fiery habaneros left not many the dice come in nacho cheese flavor but if you want that uh, limited edition fiery habanero flavored die act now maybe give it to someone for crunchmas i'm actually playing I'm actually for their playing anniversary fiery habanero D6, and i'm wearing my D shirt oh yes we, and we have we have D shirts with art by local shop and myself speaking of local shop and myself we are putting together as you know we've got D comics on the way with art by tony baldini those are prequel comics about the team before our first campaign. And unlike other prequels, they won't suck. Yes, yes. We've also got a, a comic coming out. It's a webcomic. It's called Lefty and Jamala, and it takes place between our two episodes on the Isle of Mages because there was a huge two-week gap in there. And as you know from previous episodes, uh, a lot of antics ensued, but we really, that was only the tip of the icebergs. That, 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 was, that was two weeks of Dungeons & Doritos insanity that's completely unwritten. So uh, we're going to be doing a, <laughs> uh, a weekly webcomic with uh, our by local shop and myself and uh, maybe some guest artists as well we'll see let's open up some doritos right now now we've been i've had all these shoved under my chair so no one could get to them because as everybody knows by the time we started recording last time we were all out of taco doritos this time we got two bags <laughs> no. he needs all day too <laughs> i had so many just the other night i'm not feeling well and i was like man i'm not in the mood for doritos but the moment kept handed me these We've also got some wasabi Doritos still, which I'm eating right now. Yeah. And Colin and I are packing the onion ring and ketchup Doritos from Canada. That they sent the us. Oh, have you yeah. guys tasted those yet? It, no, not yet. So they're probably stale. So I'm going to put this in my mouth. Doritos don't go bad. So, Why in the world is this? I'll, I'll explain that soon. Hold on. All right. So I'm going to eat this this, this yeah. Dorito that was sent to me in the mail by Cap. These are, these are yeah. onion and ketchup Doritos from yeah. Canada. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's stale. Oh, that's way stale. Oh, that was such a mistake. But the flavor dust is delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'm just gonna lick the rest of these. If that oh, is. God. Oh, that, that's God, acceptable. That's so stale. <laughs> oh, my God, that sucks. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, it's like stuck to my teeth, stale. It's like a now and later. <laughs> Maybe we should vacuum seal next time we send them. I guess so. I thought mm-hmm. I taped it pretty good, but... No, you taped it You taped it okay, but and, and I and I put it in a Ziploc bag to keep it for further freshness, but, yeah, just didn't Ditto. make it. Yeah. <laughs> Once it leaves the womb but of you know the Doritos bag. It really helps. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna save it with some fiery buffalo and and ranch cool. Dorito, which I've got. Well, we've got some other Doritos on us right now too. We have a bag of Doritos Flamas. You might be able to find Flamas if you have a significant Latin American population or just Latin population, depending on where you are in the world. 
Flamas are totally awesome. I've had them before. They're very spicy, and they have an awesome lime flavor to them. Yeah. I'm holding a particularly big bag of Flamas right now as far as Flamas bags go because you can usually, usually find them in gas stations, and they're in small bags. But if you can find a Latin American end cap, say your local grocery store, like Publix, and it's going to be far away from the chip aisle, it's going to just have a bunch of weird crap on it, then you can... Like adobo. <laughs> like Malta and other yeah. other Mexican sodas. Anyway, so Doritos Flamas are awesome. We're going to open up these right now. It looks like super spicy. Yeah. yeah they are. Because I was devastated the last time. No, we're going to try them. I will, but... Yeah. It was a world. Oh, Jesus. They look like they're on fire inside of the bag. Yeah. If you look in the bag, they actually almost glow There's red. There's so much dust on those. I just it is. Oh, man. It's so tangy. It is the tangiest Dorito ever made. All right. Here goes. All right. Do this. Okay. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. But it hurts. I'm not, I'm not doing that again, but I'm glad I did it once. Yeah. I need it. Oh, Jesus. The lime flavor is so strong. Mm, mm-hmm. mm. My sickness fit in. I just got like a handful of Doritos. That's what's oh. really redeeming about that, though. Like, unlike those, which is just terrible. He pointed was, to wasabi. Wasabi's awesome. You're crazy, bro. Um, the the Flamas, oh uh, it's nice because it's got that lime thing on there, but I couldn't do it. By the way, Galvatron66 wrote into us and said that the Japanese version of the wasabi Doritos bag refers to them as manly corn chips, which I would have to agree. <laughs> If you haven't been able to find the wasabi Doritos, it's probably because their distribution sucks. Seemingly, the only place that carries them is Costco, and that's at, like, crazy intervals. For example, all of our wasabi Doritos are thanks to John and Kristen finding them. I have never found them, ever. I I used to find them at the gas station by a comic shop, but then... Weren't they called, like, Mr. Wheat Lou's Dragon Dragon Chips or something? crazy and kind of, like, racist a little bit. Yeah, a little bit racist, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And so that was a bad move, but wasabi Doritos, man, I mean, they're my favorites. Like, totally. Yeah, they're my favorite, You're too. a party in my mouth. Oh, you combined it with Sabi and Flamas. Oh, that's and a good idea. taco. Oh, oh, shit. I'm so doing that. Okay. Here's, here's, this is a call to action, guys. There is a Wasabi Doritos Facebook page. We're going to have a link on this on this episode's page. I want everybody to, to like it on Facebook. If Wasabi Doritos aren't actually on the market right now, because they could have come and gone already, that's a crime, and we need to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Wasabi needs to be in every store. They need to, like... Kick Cool Ranch to the curb because Wasabi's where it's at. I'm just saying. Dude, the 7-Eleven now has with mini nacho bags and mini Cool Ranch bags. They also have taco now. So it's getting more exposure. Yeah, I've seen it in more places. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So hey, I'm while you're on that. Facebook, go ahead and like Nerdy Show and Dungeons and Doritos. Yeah, Dungeons and Doritos and uh, Sagas and Sagas. Well, yeah, and Sagas. We'll, we'll, go, we'll have links to all these things, but we're all those things: Dungeons and Doritos, Sagas, Nerdy Show. We're all on Facebook. Like us and Flame uh, on. oh, and Flame on. Of course, yeah, we got all the shows. A Real Congregation, the new Mark with a C show that's just started recently. We are the whole Nerdy Show family is present on there. If you want to get updates about all of our individual shows, when we're recording, when episodes are coming out, all this like little like fun and games that we have going on in between different kinds of episodes, check it out. And if you're really ambitious, hunt down your representative at Frito-Lay and tell them exactly why you are currently eating Doritos, because we know it's because you're listening to us. Yeah. yeah. You may. And, and demand. While you're at it, tell them you love us and that you demand more wasabi. Also, I don't know if and you, taco. There's and a thank them for taco. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's a, Doritos are on Twitter. There's at Doritos USA. There's at Doritos Canada, and there's at Doritos UK. Just wow. saying, some really unfortunate Doritos news happened while well, between episodes on September 26th of this year, 2011. Arch West, the Frito Lay marketing executive who is credited with creating Doritos, died at the age of 97. Wow, oh. uh, he lived a long life. You want to yeah. know why? 
He ate a lot of Doritos. Yep. The, right. the flavor just uh, preserved him. Yes. Um, and the MSG. <laughs> <laughs> he created uh, Doritos in 1961. While on a vacation near San Diego, he found a snack shack selling fried tortilla chips. His daughter says that he got a tepid corporate response from uh, the tortilla chip idea but conducted some marketing research and Frito-Lay agreed to release Doritos, which of course they released in uh, regular corn flavor and then uh, eventually taco and nacho cheese soon afterwards. Who's responsible for inventing flavor dust? Uh, Who came I, up with the name? I, I guess it would have been Arch West. He was the uh, the marketing executive, so that would have been him. But what, what is it? Does yeah, it what mean? What does Doritos mean? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's not all the Doritos action we got. <laughs> Oh lord! Let everybody take a look at this. No oh, man, this is a bag. Do we have pictures of this? We're gonna we're gonna take pictures of this. Okay. This is a bag from Japan. I ordered some Doritos from Japan. This is actually special because, as you know from our last episode, we mentioned that Japan has a lot of different flavors of Doritos, and actually, they have a tradition over there of debuting about ten or so different flavors a year seasonally. Dude. What? This is the Doritos Gourmet. This is a whole separate line. Doritos Gourmet flavor from autumn of this year. And this flavor is squid and kikuman soy sauce. Oh, God, that's awful. Oh, that oh, sounds far, far terrible. Away. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, that might be kind of awesome. Yeah, right? We'll, uh, you we'll know, save some for you. We won't send any it, to Colin. It no. sounds so bad. It has to be, like, great. And if you look at the packaging, these are actually a different shaped chip, apparently. We yeah, haven't opened this they're yet. They're triangles. They're... they're actually kind of shaped like the bell end of a squid. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> bell end. I'm about to try the squid and kikuman soy sauce Doritos. The bag smells a little bit like Japanese fish snacks. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, it kind of smells like a uh, shrimp cup noodle. These are disgusting. If you like Japanese seafood snacks, this tastes like... That's awesome. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a sweet, fishy flavor. Oh, God. Barf. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> I can totally taste the soy sauce. Yeah, and and the uh, respectfully decline. Jared respectfully and declines. And there's the squid. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> the really... soy sauce had to be done. Is it like fried squid or? It, it's like it's like it's super sweet grilled teriyaki marinated it's squid. Heavy soy okay. sauce. Yeah, I'm actually eating a flamas to get that taste out of my mouth. I'm pretty down with that. It's kind of like a candy, and I can't read the back of it. It may involve some high fructose corn syrup, maybe, because it's it's definitely lingering on my tongue. Something serious. The chips are are a weird bell shape, like it looked like on the uh, on the bag. They're okay. I'm eating more as a curiosity, but I'm eating flamas and wasabi and taco because I love them. Does the corn chip taste texture wise something different than the than the regular guys? Yeah, I yeah. Taste yeah. That. This is a thicker corn chip by yeah. far. Maybe that's uh, that's the side effect of it being gourmet. Yeah, probably all the gourmet ones are that type of corn chip. Weird. Okay, we're actually going to be having some more international Doritos in the future. We we put out a call last episode for our international listeners to send us in some stuff, and uh, we got some offers, and they're going to be coming in. We ourselves will be on a uh, on a hunt for ultimate Doritos flavors. We still want to find a bag of those uh, those black Doritos from Japan with the two guys kicking each other in the balls on the bag. Yeah, in a serious way. All right, let's see what happens when I mix flamas, squid, oh. wasabi, oh. and taco. Oh god. <laughs> Sounds hideous. <laughs> you know what's amazing, Mike? No one has ever done what you just did, ever. Yeah, 
It's not possible. <laughs> Unless, oh my god, that's so good. <laughs> right. I went in too. Yeah. I went in on this. Hey, you know what? Wasabi and squid probably complement each other a, a lot. Probably do. You have to wait for all the flavors to mix a little bit. You see the different well, notes? Like, I'll say this. It doesn't taste bad, but it does kind of taste like kind of... It, it kind of makes all the flavors pointless. I don't know, dude. Like, it's got these sweet high notes from the squid, and then it's got the burn from the flamas, but then the lingering from the wasabi, and then it just tastes like taco awesome. <laughs> how was Gordon the, uh, how was just the, uh, the shrimp, the squid, and the wasabi? Good. Not as good as the hot mess of all four. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys remember Doritos 3Ds? Holy take, monkey. Take a look at this puffed up taco. There, This is going to have a big crunch. I'm going to do this right now. I think that there may have been flavor dust trapped inside of that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember th- Doritos 3Ds. Those were awesome. Man, we, we spent a lot of time talking about Doritos. Okay. Well, it's, it's time for the main event. Are you guys ready for adventure? Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys ready to fill your tankards with fresh foaming Doritos? Uh, foaming Doritos. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, provided by Zombie Pop. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> These Doritos are all are all uh, user-funded, by the way. All right. We thirst for adventure, and we lust for dust. So uh, <laughs> let us begin Dungeons and Doritos. Uh, good evening. Uh, welcome to my swinging bachelor padder. The name's uh, Galnap. Perhaps you've seen my Thunderbird. Parked out. <laughs> it's uh, got uh, nitrous. It's an uh, actual Thunderbird. A shag. <laughs> they call Native it Native American mythological. They call it Quizzicuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, when last we saw our heroes, they had vanquished of the orc, uh, orcish army that had. <laughs> <laughs> It had uh, warred with the elves for nigh on centuries. Galdap's tummy doesn't feel too good. Uh, too much flamas. The uh, heroes did uh, the impossible, and uh, though the elves uh, paid the price with their uh, distractions, uh, many bodies. Wounded, many more dead. The road is now clear, and and uh, though the orcs retreat, they are still dug into the land. No, men die. Or uh, the name, the true name of this land has long been forgotten. Or perhaps the elves. Know. <laughs> Either way, our journey continues. <laughs> now stop the show! <laughs> so you wake up the next morning to find the elves are actually breaking up the camp, forming their large army into smaller groups, and they're all branching out to different sections of what used to be the old country for them. Hopefully to start retaking some of those cities back now that they actually can use the portals to their advantage. You guys aren't really noticed or interacted with the entire time. It's very busy. Everybody's going about their business. They don't really seem to have a lot of time for you. I, I go and I seek out the translator. 
you find him still one of the few remaining large tents, and he's with a few of the other elves, uh, deep in conversation when you approach. He doesn't even notice your approach. Chair's already in there. Vmac <laughs> uh, is kind of followed. Okay. I, I saunter yeah. up to him, delicately stroking my pearl necklace with his with my fingertips. Okay. Uh, oh, hello, Mr. Translator. Oh. I, I see you're breaking up the camp. Yes, we're preparing to move out. Well, uh, if we won't be needing our assistance any longer, perhaps you can point us in the direction of this wizard's tower, and I, I pull the map from my uh, pouch. Not my lady pouch, my actual pouch. <laughs> it's, it's made of silks and beads. Well, that should be the area right there. It's it's glowing on the map. Is this not really an arrow? I don't have a compass. Ugh, beautiful day. Vmac sees if he can read the map. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's it's fairly easy to read. I mean, you know where the beach was that you guys landed on. You right. know generally where you're at now. And you know that you know, heading west from here will, should lead you in that direction general direction. I mean, you're going to have to go slightly north, but... Vima can lead the way. Uh, do we get a thank you, at least, before we go? Well, the elves are... I mean, they're very traditional, and they're not big on ceremony when it comes to thank yous. And, you know, we just ended, uh, I don't know, century-old war. Oh, the war's not ended. It's just turned. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry for the little specifics. Let's just be on our way already. What's on? Uh, you know, hey, wait. I got I got thirty one of these goddamn uh, uh, arrowheads I gotta spend here. Uh, <laughs> is there a merchant in town where I can you know? You can. I mean, the elves don't have merchants; they just trade amongst each other. But I'm sure if you, I mean, what are you looking for? Specifically? What am I looking for? Specifically. Hey, hey, guys, what are we looking for? Are we looking for more of these cloaks? Because I'll buy some some of these cloaks from these folks. Those cloaks are their rank and file. I don't think they have more of them. Uh, how, however, dear Sir Translator, uh, do you happen to know much about this terrain that we're heading into? Are there any dangers? Past the city, there's probably still going to be a lot of orcs. Aside from the orcs, they are trivial to us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm They're sorry. Trivial? <laughs> well, I mean, to us, not to you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> What's on the table right now? Is this the same room with the big tree trunk? Yeah. What's going on, on the table right now? Basically, they're packing it all up. Oh, they're so, just packing yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the general discussion been in there? Because I'm chair's been in there all day. Wants to know. Are you asking the table or the elves? No, I'm, I'm just... Oh, they've all been speaking in Elvish. You have no f- idea whatsoever what they were talking I about. I assume I've been annoying the translator this whole time. Oh, he tuned you out a long <laughs> okay. time ago. Okay. So I'm going to commune with the table then. Okay. Aside from the orcs, things like the uh, things we should know about the terrain before we enter that area. Wards, wolves, trolls, broken trees, probably a lot of thorns and rocks and nasty... Well... Uh, VMAC, are we running low on any supplies? That seems like there's a tough road ahead of us. I was thinking same thing. Are we running low on supplies, VMAC? <laughs> VMAC asks the, <laughs> the, the game master with probably, a cryptic eyebrow. Probably clean water, food. Those would be the most important things, especially because you don't know how foul and fetid the water and the food sources are beyond. A grumpy human. 
What? Where can we get food and water that we can trade these stupid arrowheads for? Oh, we'll supply you with the food and water. You don't have to trade the arrowheads oh. for it. We can lease off you that much. Impatiently, <laughs> Vmax storms out to look for where he can get food and water. I rolled a, a 9, a 12. Okay. Uh, to talk to the table and see, like, is there any battle plans, or did they clean up everything off the table? Everything's off the table, but, I mean, you could still get a general idea from the from the table of what was planned. Okay, uh, The largest force is heading straight for the city itself, the city proper that you guys attacked, mm -hmm. to try and clear that out. Smaller groups are actually going to the neighboring outlying cities, not the small towns and villages, but other ruined cities that kind of acted as a thoroughfare or like a trading post between the other ones. So they're looking to retake those basically from the center out. So they take the main city in the center right. of the whole community, the, the one that you guys captured, and then from there they can launch attacks on the other t cities. The big thing that they want to do is take control of the gates, close them so they right. can't be used against them again. So I'm, I'm looking at their, their plan as they mm -hmm. had formed it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also kind of going through the back history mm -hmm. of everything the table has seen for thousands of years. And I just want to see if their plan is sound or if there's any weaknesses that I could assist with. Okay. <laughs> roll uh, wisdom for tactics. If you have tactics, you can roll that in there. Mm, don't have tactics. But. Okay. Uh, this is slightly off topic, but do I know how my boat is doing? And is there anything I can equip my boat with for when we eventually leave? That's a very good point. I mean, some of the elves are still going to have to hold a beach. So I'm sure they'll keep an eye on the boat for you. We can send some elves over there to make sure that it's secure and that if anything happens, we can respond to it quickly enough. We have the gates between the city and here working now. I rolled a one for wisdom. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything looks absolutely brilliant. This is going to work, and it's going to work phenomenally for all time. I mean, they're going to walk in there, take the place without losing a single person, and they will secure this until the end of time. It's going to be like the great and bountiful Elven Empire for centuries to come. Do they have any better weapons than anything that we have? But One you can trade potentially for... barter for. I'm not asking. I'm asking yeah. the game master, not necessarily trans translator. Right. No, you can barter for you know armor, weapon, swords. I mean, they're all lighter. They don't do as much damage, but they have a better attack, and so you've got that kind of advantage. The armor itself, like a better armor class, it's not as heavy, so it's not as cumbersome, but it's also not as strong. Well, I'd, I'd like to trade for some armor if we run into somebody. Okay. Where would I go for that? Uh, just do a regular search test to wander around and try and find somebody to trade with. All right. Well, it's a five plus two, so okay. seven. Okay, well then we'll get back to you in an hour or two while you look around. <laughs> VMAX storms off. I go to wherever it looks like there'd be uh, food and water supplies. Okay. Wasn't lingering too long. I, I follow after him and motion to Lefty if she wants to follow now that the security of her boat has been insured. Trust that the elves are securing my boat. I'll stick with you, Jamala. Uh, let's, let's go off to VMAC, help him finish packing our things, and get ready for the road ahead, as it will surely be dangerous. Chair is fixated on this table. Okay. <laughs> As you start heading towards the basically the last time you saw a lot of food and drink you know, was at the festival area. Several elven women come bearing what looks like like backpacks, but they're kind of an odd design. When they finally merge with you guys, when they see you guys, they run into you. They hand you these bags. Uh, there's a larger one for VMAC, and uh, they're actually proportioned perfectly for each person. And they set one down for each of you. Oh, <laughs> Gift <thank> bags. 
You go. You two go find party. I'll go round up the little one. I humbly bow and, and thank these beautiful elvish women for this, this gift of this very interesting and highly fashionable uh, pack. Uh, so long have I been burdened with something that was ugly and uh, I did exactly what I needed it to. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. They <laughs> say what they say in there, saying song <laughs> language. Dmax storms off to go get a chair. Okay. I, I, uh, I, I, re- I rearrange my items from my previous pack into this new thing, and I'm uh, all ready to go. Inside, you actually find a bottle of wine, several things for water, loaves of bread, and, and, and fruits, and other things all wrapped up in leaves, and they look like like they just came out of an oven, and they were just prepared for you. And Aren't they just dears? I grab a- chairs backpack. Okay. And it also seems like there's so much more in this pack than should actually be able to fit in there. <gasps> Is it artist? <laughs> or a bag of holding. You're an artist. <laughs> it's, it's a Mary Poppins pack. Um, when you uh, put all, get all your stuff in there with the rest of the other stuff, you still have room for more. You can actually you put the bag on, and it feels like it was made perfectly to fit you. Like, you have no adjustments to make on the straps or anything whatsoever. And it almost feels like you're not Sweet. wearing one. Wow! All right. I uh, dip my hands into my robes and uh, pull out a, a small leather bag and uh, take Jennifer's gem out of the bag because I like to show it to the sunlight at least once a day. Well, it looks like everything's gone to crap since I uh, left the world. Not terribly surprised. Also, they deserve it. <laughs> and, and I polish it against my, my flat, breastless dragon's chest. What, what are you doing? Don't get your mouth away from the... Don't... Oh, you're breathing. What are you... Why? Oh, you're... It's all foggy. Thank you. It's, it's stroke it coyly as Lefty and I walk onward to find Mr. Gleeman. There are certain things about this life that I do not approve of. And this is most certainly one of them. I'm gonna just keep talking to this uh, table. Should I re-roll for language? Yeah. This time I rolled a five total, and just kind of studying this war. The, the table itself can really just give you some more recent events with the elves. It can't give you much information beyond what the elves know at this point, because right. things are changing very rapidly, and you get the sense that that everything is happening at a very quick pace, and and the elves are reacting too slowly. They feel like they're reacting too slowly, even though you can tell everything is rush, 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 rush. Yeah. I mean, you guys basically broke down the door, went in, killed all the people that were there. That doesn't win the day. Mm. That just starts a process of winning mm. the day. Unless, you know, we stuck around and just continued killing everyone like, you know, we do. Eventually you get exhausted and die. Uh, we take shifts. <laughs> okay. I go an hour, he goes 23. <laughs> <laughs> the hours for ale. <laughs> yep. But where do uh, Lefty and I find Mr. Gleeman? Oh, and Jennifer, of course. Actually, Barty does find some elven warriors that are actually willing to trade some armor that they have. I mean, it's kind of been bent out of shape a little bit, and they've kind of reformed it and worked it. It, it looks almost like a composite of plate, but the plate is real thin and chain. It's a little loud and clinky. I mean, even for an elven armor, it's still a little bit more metal than you know you would normally use for like sneaking around or anything like that but it's a nice kind of happy medium between like uh, what one person might use as full plate and another person might use as like no armor at all to try and sneak around 
This is kind of a nice little middle ground. Because currently I have a light male chain vest on. Yeah, it makes about as much noise as that, so. But it would offer a little bit more protection. Can I trade my light male chain vest for it? Yeah, absolutely no interest in your vest. Damn it, damn it. I, I only bring out like a couple arrowheads from my pouch. <laughs> he laughs. So, so how many, how many, how many are they asking for? Oh, he laughs and starts to put the armor away. Well, I don't mean in terms of, of like, I only have a couple. I mean, I have you're only more. Pulling, yeah, but you're only pulling out, like, that much. You're, that's your offer, and he's he's shutting you down flat. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm pulling out, I'm pulling out, mm, I'm pulling out ten. Ten. Okay. Ten arrowheads. All right. And I have a persuasion skill if I need it. All right, well, you'd have to use it. I mean, this is your opening offer. Okay, well, here we go. Persuasion skill. D, 10 plus 3. <laughs> That's a 7 plus 3, so 10. He smiles big, nods his head, and hands over the armor. Yeah, I'm glad you're keeping around arrowheads. I'm sure that'll be good as your currency somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So All what is this? Arrowheads? Kind of... Actually, you could probably sell those to somebody that would and get a good price. I mean, elven arrowheads. That's true. That's true. Well, I'm going to hang on to some of them. Okay. It's got an armor class of 7, a PR of 8, a DC of 5, a hindrance of 2, and a stealth of 2. So it's a hindrance of 2 and a stealth yeah, of 2? Yeah, what's your strength value? Value 13, level 4. Okay, it doesn't modify. You don't have any modifiers wearing this armor for hindrance. So the hindrance for you is 0. But it's a plus 2 to stealth? Minus 2 to stealth. Oh, minus 2 to stealth. Yeah. So it was only the only thing that's better on this one than my light my light mail because the armor class on the other one was was four and this one's seven. Yeah. But otherwise, it's exactly the same. Yeah. But okay. I mean, if you put it in that perspective of other armors, they give you the same sort of armor class. You're coming out way ahead. Awesome. What is this called? Elvic composite mail. <laughs> I see Lefty and Jamala coming up behind me, and I. Uh, Ask them if they need anything. I don't know. Do I see? Tell me, Mr. Game Master. Do I, <laughs> do I see anything that would catch my discerning eye? No. Nothing really sh- I mean, everything's here. It's very military. Lefty, do you need anything? No, I think I stocked up on the Isle of Mages, and I'm storing things on my boat. Also, Jamala has some packs. Yes, I have one for Barty. Look, Lehman. Uh, we, oh. They made us packs. Doesn't That's seem great. all that impressive yeah. until you actually put it on, and then once it's on, you're just it doesn't feel like you're wearing a backpack. Fantastic, wonderful. Yeah, I want to dig through my my backpack and take the things that were in my sack and move it to this magical Mary Poppins bag. Okay, <laughs> it's not that magical. It's just very well made. <laughs> we're all together, and uh, I guess we'll go find Vmac and Cher, who I assume are back at the stump. Um, and I've still got Genevieve out showing him the sights. Look, there's a bunch of wounded elves, and there's a pile of mud. It's not a pile of mud. Ah. <laughs> it smells of chair. <laughs> and the elves do their business somewhere pleasant, <laughs> away from the camp. That's where uh, chair had an arm wrestling match with the big elf who hasn't come back. <laughs> oh, look, there's a tent with the stump. I pocket Jennifer and put him in the pouch and then rummage around in my robes, put him even back. I'm going to ask the table its name. Yeah. Chair, time to go. Hold on. I asked the table its name. Chair, we're going to leave you behind. Hold on. What's your name, table? Friend. Goodbye, friend. <laughs> I put my hand on the table. I pass you your pack. That's yours. What is it? As food and water. 
and air. I open it. Oh, cool. And I take it, both arm straps, and put it over my head, and it's hanging off of my neck. <laughs> it's actually quite comfortable. <laughs> All right, Freemark. Uh, do you have the map right now? Yeah. Do I have the map? Do you have the map? Okay, good. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Is that way. Let's go. Goodbye, the translator. Till we meet again. He doesn't look up. He just kind of waves. <laughs> what a useless Chair slaps waste him on the butt. of I'm gonna flesh. I'm going to slap him on the butt with a, with a, what, a strength check. Okay. Mac is going, leaving them all behind. If Jeff wants to stay with his stump, that's fine. But I slapped him on the butt girl. for 11 as I pass him because I'm following everyone. Is, is that an attack or the damage test? Uh, that would be an attack test. So, yeah, that was the attack test, I okay. guess. Are um, you trying to hurt him or just give him a smack? You must smack. Oh. He pulls his fist up and turns around and he sees it's you. He's, I wave at him. Fucking dwarf. <laughs> Turns back around to Fred and starts getting back to work. <laughs> All right. I pick up the pace to make sure I up with everyone. And now begins the adventures of Fred the Table. <laughs> we say goodbye to our Dungeons and Doritos adventurers and concentrate on the real hero of this. Thing. <laughs> Fred the Table. The things Fred has seen. <laughs> now on. It's what this show's about. <laughs> and the elves leave him behind. VMAC continues on the path. <laughs> I'm also kind of actively trying to, like, keep aware of my surroundings. Mm-hmm. That way, if I can see any paths that orcs have been here, how recently they've been here, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're hoping that, you know, at least for the next day. Or so, you're not going to see a whole lot of that because right. you. Right, mean, but you never know. Right. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking around. Is there trolls right. been here, or a wolf, or a bear? Well, you definitely see that you know battles have been waged here, right, for a long time. I mean, there's the remains are, are fairly fresh. You know, probably a month or two <laughs> before you guys arrived, there could have been a, a battles just that early. It becomes way too common for you to pass by the bones of an elf or an orc or, you know, the rotting corpse, you know, just being ripped apart by rodents and and buzzards and things uh, like that along the road. At at a certain point, it just sort of all becomes normal. It's it's like another tree or shrub. This is a stinky land. I'm still trying to, like, paint the story. It's like, like, if anything's older than this week, Mm -hmm. I'm not really paying attention to it. Right. Like it's it's faded to the background, as yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. But if there's anything within the last week, I'm still... I want to I wanna know. You want to know before I hit you. Yeah, should yes. I roll, or...? Yeah. Yeah, I'm also taking point, because I have my, my cloak and my new thing, and I've got stealth and all that kind of stuff, so I'm... Well, I'm, I'm, I, I was kind of taking the lead. I'd like for you to be right next to me. That way, if I, I can stop us and go, okay, party, scout ahead. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That way, like, because we're... We're a boisterous group. There's yeah. nothing that's going to stop Chair and Jamala from shutting up mm-hmm. unless we say, okay, monsters ahead. We're not going to, and there's no reason for us to shut them up either. Like, we're, where are we okay. going? Well, aside from the general somber tone of this landscape, <laughs> which is thoroughly demoralizing, I might say. Got a five. So Chair, chair runs up to VMAC. Where are we going? We're going to the Wizard Tower. It's that way. Yeah, VMAC points ahead. Does Chair know where he is? Like, 
in relation to everything you've seen on the map. Yes. <laughs> the hours go by. You hardly see anything of the sun. I mean, it's just this blurry, faint red thing trying to poke its way through the mount- or through the clouds above you. It's just very grim and dull. There's actually little, almost like the wind just caught some burning black smoke and just kind of kept pushing it across the landscape. It's just bleak and dreary at uh, some point you actually hear an approaching group it sounds like you can hear the the, the subtle chink of the armor and uh, hitting the ground well, i hear something we all hear something, I hear something. we all hear it shush everyone quiet party check it out all right so i i head out into the into the forest my hand is securely on chair chairs I wanna, right. I wanna go with so, my D12. Mm-hmm. Nice. Silences chair with a glower. <laughs> Alright, so I have a D12 for my dexterity, plus two for my stealth, and then I have minus two, so, and then I have plus one with my cloak, so whatever the hell. <laughs> Alright, so I have an eight, so ten, eight, nine. You actually come up to them long before they have any hope of catching you. You see about six wounded elves. One elf commander, he doesn't seem to be wounded at all, but his cloak is torn. His armor is definitely broken and, and dented. There's blood that all over them. They look like they just came from either the battle or a battle of some sort. Their heads are down, and they march very solemnly straight back towards the elven camp along almost the same path you guys were traveling. I uh, call out to, to, to VMAC. Hey, VMAC, it's all right. It's just, just some crappy-ass elves. <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand English. <laughs> VMAC gets up, like, okay, let's go up chair. As soon as you start shouting that, they actually afraid, spring into afraid, a formation. Afraid. It looks like the formation was meant for a much larger group because there's just holes all through it, but they try to cover it up as best as they can. And uh, once they realize that you guys aren't orcs, they relax a bit seeing that, you know, obviously Barty's wearing the elven armor and the elven cloak. So they <laughs> realize that you guys are, are friends of the elves. Or thieves! <laughs> I, I think their arrogance would lead them to believe that nobody would be able to sneak into the army, elven army's camp and steal stuff. That's true. And then march into the orc country. Chair <laughs> uh, runs up. Hi! They greet you in elvish and they start asking questions, it seems like, but of course you have absolutely no idea what they're saying. Would I be able to communicate to them through performing acting skill, like, like a pantomime, to see if they could if they could tell us where they came from. They probably might be able to sing back. Well, we'll see. I, I'll give it a try. Or can we it, show them the map we have and ask yeah. them to point? That wasn't a very good pantomime. It was, <laughs> I, it was an eight total. You're still able to kind of give the, get the, the gist across. You want to know where they came from and, and what had happened. Again, they're speaking in Elvish. They're almost expecting you guys to understand what they're saying. They're not gesturing very well. could be just part of the exhaustion and being wounded. Uh, they point off in a, a general direction. You assume is kind of one of the outskirt battles, or that that were involved with you guys retaking that city. He's talking about his soldiers because he constantly looks back towards them, as if you know, and, and making hand motions towards them, and then making more motions back towards the camp. You can also see that one of the soldiers is carrying. A, a bundle of swords, shields, cloaks, all tied together. Fallen comrades. Vimek nods and goes, let's push. Oh, uh, 
The yeah, battle. can you show them the map? The battle. Where is that on the way, or is that in a different route, or? No, no. You guys are going in a completely different direction. So let's just push on the direction we need to go. Bmx is walking the direction, kind of bows his head and marches on. Okay. Vmac is very determined to move on. <laughs> I would ask them to know if they if they know of any orc encampments on our way, but uh, if Vmac wants to go, then Vmac wants to go. He's a fucking you know Goliath. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask a Goliath to hold on a minute. <laughs> Damn right. Chair sticks out his hand to shake the commander's hand. Okay, the commander shakes your hand. I move. Oh, I, as I leave, I, I take out my bottle of wine from my pack and I hand it to, to the commander. He bows and thank you, and immediately before he takes his first drink, he hands it to his Aww. soldiers. So, bonus XP. <laughs> Moving on, it's uh, getting dark early. Part of that is because of the cloud cover and the I smoke. I want and... to do another wilderness. Okay. Well. Okay, nice. The actual land just feels a little bit better here. Like you don't feel the constant sense of threat that you normally do being around here and it's probably because those armies are getting pushed back or the battles are being concentrated on key points. So the idea of ragtag bands of orcs just raiding around this area is highly unlikely. So but that would also make BMAC a little more nervous that the other threats, the more common threats, na- that are natural threats. Right. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, if orcs and are, kind of, if the, the orcs are, or the elves aren't really focusing here, then the trolls will go, "Oh, yay!" You know, the the orcs have been here for a long time. They've since domesticated, if you would say, you know, those threats. Those oh, wow. threats are theirs to own. So, what wildlife and nastiness that is out there has been put in a cage, tortured, and then sent back against the elves. So, Damn. you know, Vmac <laughs> doesn't know that Vmac is right. still fucking nervous as all hell. Right. That's good to know. That is, I'm glad to know that Vmax fears misplaced. Yeah, better to be too fur- too afraid oh, than yeah. confident. And it's not to say that armies move slow, including out outlying raiding camps and stuff. I mean, once they finally get the word and they pack everything up and start heading in there, boom, you guys could collide right into them. So I mean, the threats are still out there, but. Right now, things don't seem very threatening. And for all we know, there might be a, yeah. a few battalion of orcs that don't even know the, how to command the last shot of the Civil right. War was months after the peace was made. So. Yeah. Well, I thought they all felt the orc mage die. Well, the ones that were under that, that mage's command. But mm. there's other orc mages out there. But yeah, that blood magic that was combining them together has been disconnected. So there would be that kind of like all of a sudden the radio went dead. So you know to run in that direction to go help the person who was supposed to be on that radio. Right. So VMAC kind of wants to camp for the night. How's everyone is it, feeling? Is it really nighttime? Or is this just an illusion? It's, it's it is getting late. It's you know you, you can see the sun is still high, but it's it's getting so dark. If you don't start preparing for camp now, and like VMAC said, our you know senses or things. There could still be other animals, orcs, wolves, wargs, things around here, and you don't know anything about this terrain. So it's not like as simple as just, well, let me just set up tent spikes here and just lay down. I mean, you want to check things out and make sure everything's safe here. All right, well, let's discuss the area then. Uh, do we have any uh, uh, flat ground, little nice cl- uh, clutches of trees, perhaps a cave, anything camp-worthy? Everything's looked fairly blasted, so... 
Really, your only hope is to kind of... Oh, that crater looks nice. <laughs> yeah. Really, your best hope is to kind of fan out into a larger area and hope that somebody catches something while you're walking. Firewood collection as well would be a good idea, or we have something in our packs for that from the elves. No, it's probably a good idea. You don't want right. to use what's in your packs if you've got other stuff available. All right. We, we dilly out the... This is in our first camp, so yeah. Dilly out the chores and move on. Well, this is your first camp in extremely hostile conditions. That's true. Yeah. We should go in pairs. I'm usually on flower picking Um, (laughs) duty. There's not any flowers, is there? You're paired up lefty. Chair, you go with Barthy and I'll kind of watch the camp and make sure nothing bad happens with Wolf Bear. I was going to (laughs) say. You should have summoned Wolf Bear. I summoned Wolf Bear. What's up, Barty? Hey, how you doing there, Chair? I like your new thing on your your, your top path. Yeah, it's, it's nice, isn't it? That's cool. Yeah, it's, what? An, it's an elven composite. What's it do? Uh, it's, you know, protects me from stuff. <laughs> Can I hit it? No. No. <laughs> Wise decision. Uh, I just want I, to... I'm quite aware of the last time you, you hit me, Chair. Yeah, that's Thanks. why I'm asking this time, because, you know, I, I like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're, 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 we're aces, man. So, are we on flower picking duty? Yep. All right. Pick up some flowers. There aren't any. <laughs> well, if you can't find flowers, just pick up some, some, some wood. I know what that is. Yeah, pick it up. <laughs> all right. You're gonna, I'm going to pick it up. You're going to carry it on. What is... Uh, 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 <laughs> realizes what's going on, and he pulls Barty aside. <laughs> like, Barty, don't tell him what the wood is for. <laughs> don't. Tell him <laughs> what the word is for. Oh, sure. You know, I'll just distract him when, you know, you're going to light That's the, a good plan. What is, light the, the, the stuff on fire. What is the largest fallen tree in the area? Chair <laughs> <laughs> finds a tree that has been lying in the ground rotting for years. It's about three times the size of VMAC. <laughs> and the insides are rotted away. You could almost, like, if you tried to grab it, it would almost fall apart. I'm going to grab it. <laughs> grab Is there anything it? inside it? Just termites. Bugs. <laughs> okay. I'm going to lift this rotten tree. All right. Roll strength. All right. Meanwhile, Jamal and I are wandering off in another direction. No, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Actually, everybody roll search tests except for Chair, who's otherwise engaged. What are we rolling for? Search or wilderness survival, whatever one you have. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> How many pounds is this tree? <laughs> it, 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 you grab it and you start to lift it up, and you're lifting up one end of it. And as you lift it up, about three feet away from where you're holding it, it just snaps off. Whoa! I take my this big clump of rotting wood. Matata. <laughs> and it's full of, like, I assume... Termites and shit. Yeah. They're like getting all over me. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and I walk up to Barty. How's this? Oh, that's great, Cher. Just give it to VMAC. <laughs> <laughs> and VMAC is uh, with a 13 setting up the campfire. Okay. I walk up to VMAC. I found. A f- it's not flowers. What did you roll? Oh, I rolled a nine. Okay, you left it there. Six for wilderness survival. Okay. And Barty. I got an eight. Okay. Okay. You guys are basically able to find, you know, enough wood, but you don't really see any place to hold up. VMAC actually realizes that you guys are all in what was probably once a riverbed. And that if you can follow this down some more, you probably find some better places to uh, hide out. 
he starts heading down, scouting out another area, because you know, obviously instinct says go this way to find better place to camp. And he finds a, what looks like a shallow cave kind of dug into a side that might have been a bank, as the, the water had just at one point had started to dig this cave out. And that would be a better place to camp than out in the open. Hey, everyone, look what I found. A hole. I find all those. Well, those are everywhere. Look, there's one. <laughs> there's one. This one I can't even put my foot in. <laughs> Let's check it out and make sure something else isn't already camping in it. I said Wolf Baron. Wolf Bear basically passes on that sense that something has lived here before. There, It's opportunities for animals. If they hit it, they, they tend to live there. Something carnivorous once lived here because there's a lot of bones lying about and torn clothing and things. I mean, it's all long since rotted away. But as far as something recent, Wolf Bear wouldn't be able to tell you. If I so. pass along my 13 wilderness lore check? No, you'd have to actually use it again because you're using okay. it in a different context. Well, I'm going to go in. I'm like, well, Wolfbear says this, but I'm going to check it out myself. Mm-hmm. And I got a seven in Wilderness. It looks like somebody has camped here before and something bad happened to them, but this was a long time ago. You don't see any fresh tracks or anything. I think the pros are the way to cons. I think we should stay here for the night. Meanwhile, Seems like uh, our best bet. Uh, I think uh, Lefty and I are probably still heading outward. Looking for things. Yeah, you guys have all kind of fanned out yeah. in different directions. Uh, we'll, we'll head towards the sun as it sets. Uh, it's brighter that way. And uh, what what do we find? A whole lot of jack shit. Oh. Hmm? Not even any... Of... Lefty is super on edge and paranoid because the last time we were all in a wooden area together, there were fires and crazy undead running at us. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, my my hand is on my sword, and I'm kind of looking around. How much dry wood am I collecting? Getting a decent fire? Yeah, you got a good armful. Okay, well, if we head out and we get enough wood, then we'll go back to where Vimak was shouting, make a fire. Marty, what are we doing? Because uh, I kind of followed Vimak over here. <laughs> well, I, I was gathering firewood, and then as, as soon as I finished by gathering firewood, I went back to the, you know. Okay. So you guys are all back at the cave. Chair brought half a tree. <laughs> you want me to get the other half? No, it's okay. Put it in front of the cave. <laughs> well, actually, was there? Would there? This be a kind of place where there would be any game to mm, hunt? Maybe rats and like rodents, but nothing skunks. You know, just nasty things you probably don't want to eat. All right then, never mind. <laughs> Going back to camp. I uh, arrange some stones and dig out a little fire pit and uh, then take the, the good wood, not the rotting bug wood, uh, <laughs> and uh, and then use my flyer breath to start a fire for ah! the <laughs> you, How many times, how many times have you seen me do this? How many times? I don't like it every time. Too bad. <laughs> Too bad. But there's nice warm light in the cave now. I sit... In my rotting is there anything <laughs> shiny that the light is reflecting off of? There is anything? a lot of carcasses, elven and orc bodies throughout the cave. You can see pieces of armor, pieces of weapons, steel, arrows, bows. Uh, you're not really, I mean, just by gazing around, you're not able to get a is good assessment of what you're looking the at. the grossest place I want to look around. Okay, roll a search check. Yeah, I'm going to do the same. Okay. 
I saw uh, my I'm sorry, log. It's got bugs, and they can't eat me when I'm not made of wood. I got a nine. Okay. What did you get, Lefty? Four. Barty, you find several pieces of elven arrowhead. Aha! Elven arrowheads for everybody! Six, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Seven shiny mm. arrowheads for me. There's one actual elven longsword that's still in really good shape. Sweet. Lefty finds what well, looks to be like six little, uh, like off the corpses of six people, they have like these little brooches, but they're all kind of broken and rusted. You find a couple rings as well in that batch of six, but it looks, I mean, it, these are all like soldiers stuff, so nothing like extremely like eye-popping and valuable. I am going to grab the rings. That's something for Jamal and I to play with. Having tended to the fire, I then go join Leffy since it seems like she's having fun, though. Uh, how about these corpses? Are they, uh, are they bones now, or are they like corpses? Oh, they're bo- bones. Oh, good. That's slightly less gross than I thought it was. I mean, they've been picked clean. I mean, there's even chew marks on some of the bones. I mean, huh. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, should I roll a search check as well since I'm in the area? Sure. All right. Mima, what's everyone doing? They're looking around in the bones to find something of value. Right in the bones, I, yeah, I, I, tur- I turned it to chair. I'm pillaging chair. We're pillaging. Huh. All right. <laughs> I scamper in there. <laughs> Okay, roll a check for a chair. VMAC clumps outside and sits actually on the rotten log and decides to take first watch. Okay. (laughs) You find what was probably an orcish axe head, and you find this really strange-looking bowl, you know, like about the size of a cereal bowl. Okay. A a large cereal bowl. And it's got two holes probably about, I don't know, about three inches, two, three inches around on one part of it and it looks almost like it's got a crack but it's really kind of cool looking for the audience it's a skull (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, I don't know that yet anyway I uh, pick up the bowl (laughs) and I pick up the axe right is it actually just an axe head it looks like an axe head but it's very crude and odd looking but very heavy and it looks like it would hurt but it's in the vague shape of an axe head pick that up too Okay. <laughs> and I roll a 10 for detection. Nice. You find two stones. One's a, uh, like a green-ish, like a almost pale, you can almost see through it, green stone. Um, it looks very nice when you hold it up to the, to the firelight. Do I recognize that it's any kind of stone being that I am a gleam seeker? You've never seen this before in your life. Fascinating. This is what I live for. <laughs> and then you see... What looks like it used to be a ring, but it's whatever the setting was there is no longer, it's gone. It's You can see like the, the little place where it used to hold something there, but it's gone. Huh. Holding these both these things, do, does it seem like one would go in the other? You could try it. The stone looks a little bit big for the ring. I try it then. You wouldn't be no. able to get dink, that. Dink, dink, dink. Yeah, okay. you'd need a jeweler to try and get that to go All back right. together. Well, but um, it looks like they could have fit together at one point. I go over to Lefty. Uh, what'd you get? I found these. I found some rings. I, I found a ring, too. It's weird. And the stone! Yeah? I've never seen a stone before. Let's go to the what fire and play with these things. <laughs> I want yeah, let's, let's shine them up and yes, put them Yes, yes. Girls are weird. I walk up to Barty. I found a bowl and a weapon. <laughs> wow, that's some bowl you got there, <laughs> chair. Hey, 
it's it's we could put like bread in it. Does oh. he have does he have any does he have his backpack on? Yes. I uh He's hanging hey, by sure. his neck. <laughs> hey, turn around. I turn around. I uh, open up his backpack and I and I pull out his bottle of wine. Hey, that is that a bowl for drinking? Oh yeah, if I hold it by these holes, that way it won't leak out. Go ahead. Hold oh, up. <laughs> so I pour God. some wine into the really skull. Strange. <laughs> How's it taste? Fruity. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Good, good. I have another. <laughs> I just keep pouring him some wine. So I pull out my uh, my long sword. Does this thing feel heavy to me? Yes. Okay, yeah, it's, so it's heavy. This is not something awkward. that I would use. No. It's more along the same style as like what Lefty uses. Ah. But it's got a little bit more of a curved edge to it. So this is like your broadswords tend to be double-sided this one's a single edge but it's got a curve on it so it actually looks like it might do a little bit more damage a slap chair on the back i hand him his, his wine so he can have his wine and his his skull bowl <laughs> and and walk over to to lefty with my with the, this long sword and i guess i put the wine in my armpit because i'm still holding the axe mm-hmm. head <laughs> and and the, the the bowl in my other hand and I'm drinking wine out of it, and I kind of waddle out of the cave awkwardly, trying not to spill any wine. <laughs> <laughs> and you see VMAX sitting on the broken, bug-ridden log. And I go, and I sit. Gazing the horizon dutifully. <laughs> and I go, and I sit next to VMAX, and I'm like, look what I found! <laughs> That's a skull. <laughs> What's a skull? And I clock on, knock on it. You know that hard part up there? There used to be someone. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Should probably stop doing that. Let me just finish it. <laughs> and I finish the wine that's in the skull. I'm gonna put it down. Barney's weird. Barney filled that up for you? Yeah. We'll get him back. Right? Cool. <laughs> he is to sleep sometimes. <laughs> I kind of I see VMAC and, and Chair kind of talking to each other and see this. this I don't hear them, but I, I see this exchange happening, and I, and I kind of just smile and shake my head <laughs> as I continue on. What do I do with this piece of an axe? You can put it on the wood. And then you'd have an axe. I stroll up and I say, Oh, that's a nice piece of axe you have there. <laughs> I know, I was just axing BMAC about it. <laughs> Are there any large river stones since this used to be a riverbed? Yes. I, I, I roll one up next to the fire so Lefty and I can play with our toys. Okay. So you guys are, what, how are you, what are you guys playing with the toys? You're just looking at them? I'm looking at them. We're taking our pieces of scrap cloth and shining them up. Giving them a, a spit shine, no. spitting on each other's rings and shining them. Okay. As you do. Lefty puts on a ring and seems to go blank for a minute. <laughs> Lefty, you see this pale image of a woman in front of you. She kind of glides towards you, but it looks like she's walking. But her, she's down that same kind of motion. She she starts leaning towards you, and you feel like you should back away, but you can't. Mm-hmm. And she leans right up, almost cheek to cheek, but you don't feel her cheek. You just kind of feel a chill. And she just uh, whispers to you that the ring is cursed. This ring is cursed. You 
are now the bride of Nestor, master of the house of Tol, as once I was before you. His eternal love is your curse, and with this ring, you are wed to him for always to honor and obey until death do you part. And she just, as almost like wind blowing, she just kind of fades out. No, thank you. Come back. <laughs> What, um, what are you saying? What, what, what? During this part where she just kind of stares, she puts on this ring, she holds it up, and if she's looking at it, but she just kind of goes blank. It actually feels really chilly next to the fire. I, I put my hands on her because she, she uh, lefty, hello, and I shake her uh, a little bit. Ah! Ah! Oh, Jamal, I think we're in trouble. Uh, how? What What just happened? Are there any, what, do you see something? What? I don't know. I need to get this ring off, though. I try to remove it. It comes off. Uh, well, you got it off. But, but... Do I still feel cold? No, not anymore. I mean, once that woman disappeared, everything started to warm back up. What's wrong? Okay. I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. I put the ring on, and this pale lady told me I was cursed, and that I'm now the bride of some monster who put a curse on the ring, and it's till death do us part, which I don't like the sound of. What? That's, um, I, I need to check my lore. I, I've encountered many things. Ghosts, zombified dwarves, and evil dark things that are dead before. I just roll to see what I could possibly know of how these things might work. I, I was her successor. Did yeah. I hear any of this? You didn't hear anything about from the ghost. You just hearing the conversation between Jamala and uh, Lefty. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Chair and VMAC with the earshot of Yeah, they're still talking about the bowl. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and VMAC is still dutifully. He's, yeah. he's like, I don't care what they're saying. I'm, I'm on guard duty. And was Wolfbear's still out, right? Wolfbear's still out. Yeah, but he's out there in the yeah, front yeah. watching out. Yeah. You know. Like, Wolfbear's probably patrolling right now. Yeah, gotcha. Knowledge Arcana, I presume. Sure. Yeah, that'll work. D10 and a D4. I rolled a 3 and a 2. Five plus plus uh, two, seven. So you've heard of cursed rings before, of course, and it's quite entirely possible that one of the rings that she put on was cursed, but you don't know anything about the curse itself or how it would have come about or how to get rid of it. I take the ring and I look at it looking for any kind of uh, uh, symbols, anything in the metal to explain anything. It looks like an engagement ring. Oh, lefty. Lefty, this is bad, bad, bad. Oh, There's got to be something we can do to to undo the curse, right? I, I walk up behind him and and I, and I look and and I, I look at the ring. I'm seeing Jamala. I'm seeing Lefty. And so wait, there's a ghost lady. I I don't know. I put the ring on. A ghost lady told me that this was her ring before me, and now I I am cursed. And and when I die, I I don't I don't know. Feedback! Feedback! Hold on a second. That gets my attention. Is she attractive? Is the ghost lady attractive? Shut up! I punch him. I punch him square in the face. I dodge. I dodge. Can I dodge? No, no. It's a surprise attack. You can dodge, but let her get the attack test out first. (laughs) On on combat. I imagine Chair and VMAC hear the cry for VMAC. Basically, VMAC does a mental command for Wolfbear to take his post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I don't trust Just chair to sit in one place alone I'm, patiently. I'm already running that way. And I'm running with you. Yeah. And I wouldn't stop you. I got a four. Okay, Barty, go ahead and roll dodge. 
and minus three because you're completely unprepared for this. Oh, so that would be a uh, <laughs> that would be a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> right in the jaw. Ah! Yeah. You, you As we're running, Beanbag turns to Taylor. I told you. I pulled out, <laughs> pull out, uh, pull out a dagger. <laughs> now, Beanbag says, "Whoa! Stop! What's going on? Put dagger away." I put I put the dagger away. Metris, it's a shit. It was more it was more of a uh, uh, a reaction thing. It was like an instant, you know, not not a threat. It was more of a <laughs> shit. I got punched in the face. I'm pulling out a dagger. Lefty's been cursed. Cursed with what? At this, this ring. I held up the ring. I take it. Clara sentience. Mm-hmm. That would be a four. Oh, All you can really bad. sense out of the ring is a connection between the ring and Lefty. I really feel that, you know what, I'm going to try it again next to Wolf Bear. Do I get any bonus for that? Or yeah, sure. What kind of bonus do I get? Uh, I'll give you three. Yeah! Seven. Yeah, it's definitely a connection between the ring and Lefty. <laughs> it's a definitely. spiritual, there's a spiritual uh, definitely, connection. Definitely a connection. It's definitely a connection. <laughs> definitely a connection. <laughs> <laughs> it's her spirit is actually connected to the ring. So it's not like an impression, like a psychic impression. It's like there's a... You can almost follow a line between the ring and her made out of Lefty's spirit. You know that if you took this ring to the other side of the planet, you'd still see that line. I'd pretty much go, this is tied to Lefty. I can... There's no string. There's a spirit string that I can see, that Wolfbear can see. Mm. You cannot see. Is it because you're holding it? It's because I am demon. Can I? Don't stop explaining. Let's break it. I don't think I that's going to work. No, we're not going to break it. Oh. Not to break the curse. Wait, what if you break it and I die? Spiritual connection makes sense. What if somebody else puts it on? I don't want to chance that. Just saying. Is yeah, there, you know, all um, I'd like to try to kind of do some kind of communion, like a like a meditation with a, by rolling divination or something. Okay. Should we hold hands? No, this is a me thing. I'm going into the forest with Wolf Bear for Can a Can someone bit. explain to me what a curse is? I, I hold Lefty's hand. I hold the ring. Explain to him curse. I'll be back in a bit. <sighs> What's a curse? Uh, how even do I approach? Hey, hey Chair, do you, want, do you know what a curse is? No. Okay, so a curse is when you wake up in the morning and you drank a lot the night before. That's oh. a curse. How does that, does that? It that, it, that feels bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Huh. But it's forever. Yeah, you feel like that forever. How do you get a curse? The well, for this, this one you put on a ring. This, okay. So it's some kind of place that just feels meditative. I should never put on a ring. At this point, yeah, at this point, anything Remember when we met Cher? The whole island was cursed. The whole pirates couldn't leave without getting old. How did the island wear a ring? <laughs> I just look over at Lefty and I'm like, shh. Oh, hey, by the way, here's a longsword. Oh, oh, neat. <laughs> I feel better about my impending doom. You're welcome. And I rub my jaw and I glower at Jamala. You were asking for that. You were so asking for that. You withholding right. little manipulative fucker. You're right, you're right. How did you find out you had a curse? A ghost told me? I sound crazy. Why don't we just hit it? I believe you. Let's just hit the ghost. And BMAC seemed convinced too. Well, I just hit this thing. It doesn't. Chair. Chair. You know when I'm at the a ghost good spot. Is gone now, chair. It doesn't work that way. And 
Sim. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm taking Wolfbear with me so I can get a little guide along the way to the okay. spiritual plane to Wait, see if I can no. see if there's another tether because she said there was some kind of soulmate. So I want to know if it's this ring or right. if it's something else. Okay. And actually, you could probably almost ritualize this whole thing and get a bigger bonus out of it. So if you want to take the couple hours it would take to actually... Like, I'm okay with taking a couple yeah. of hours to help the lefty. And not be near them. <laughs> While they try to explain cursed and share. Okay, so what See kind of bonus would I get from for that one. <laughs> What kind of bonus would I get for the uh, Five altogether. Okay, so that is a 16. Okay, what you actually sense is that Lefty's soul, while it can't be taken from her body, is confined to this ring in a kind of weird, like, it's almost like it's stretched. Right. Like, it's just very tentatively connected to her at this point. So, um, kind of like that line, that line, and VMEC is trying to, like, work this out, that, that string, that spirit string, mm-hmm. is basically her soul. Yes. And if she dies, that part snaps and it's part of the ring. And she's trapped in there as this bride or whatever. Her her spirit is is stuck in this ring. If we were to do that original plan of destroy the ring, would it snap back to Lefty? Probably not, because the majority of her, of who she is, is in the ring. Is in that ring. Okay. So at this point, the mortal coil is more... Superfluous. It's like an anchor. Yeah, it's yeah. You, you know. The only reason she hasn't been completely sucked into this ring is because the body's still there. Right, and that's probably by design. I mean, whoever made this ring did not want that soul being ripped out of the body because that would just completely defeat the whole purpose. You see, no other purpose to this ring except as a repository for that energy. Can I? There's something to hold it and grab it and, and confine it so that it belongs to. Whoever made this ring. Mm, so I have to find the person who made the ring? Well, the person who made the ring is inside the ring. Oh, well. But there's no tether between that person and another living body. So so that, so that this is basically its own microcosm. Yeah. Is what? Okay, so there is no real... Like, VMAC understands it better. Yeah. He can answer some questions. Mm-hmm. But he can't really give more insight. There's no solution to this problem. Yeah, presented at this moment. Yeah. Vmax got a okay. It's actually brought up even more questions to Vmax. I mean, right. if this spirit is connected to her, and so she's left alive, then this other spirit that's in there—that's obviously not this other woman. There's only enough yeah, room. All Vmax heard was ghost woman, but there's not just the woman in this ring. There is no ghost woman in this ring. She's gone. Oh, oh, okay. And so VMAC would then do the deduction of if this ghost woman was in this ring, that woman is now gone. Mm-hmm. If Lefty were be, to be put onto this ring, Lefty's a successor. She's she she's would, taken the place of the woman before her. She who oh, took the place of a woman before her. So if Lefty, she Lefty would be there until someone is her successor. But at that point, she is dead. But trapped inside Tra- of a ring, right? Not unlike Jennifer. Okay. Jennifer's entire body in essence itself is inside it. So yeah, it, but there is that other consciousness in there. How long was the meditation? Three hours. Three hours. Yeah. Okay, VMAC uh, halfway through the night stumbles back with the wolf bear. VMAC looks exhausted, by the way. He looks like he has not slept in days. Barty's hair is kind of sticking out as if he had just grabbed like clumps of it and just kept pulling on it out of frustration. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, even uh, Lefty's hair is a little muffed on the side, like she just kept rubbing her hands through it. And yeah, I've, everybody I've, looks I've, a little I'm frustrated. starting to get a little bit uh, drunk. I've been drinking my wine. Oh, no, I've been drinking Chair's wine. VMAC <laughs> actually makes a beeline to his bag and pops open a wine. All right. So <laughs> we... And for anyone playing the home game, this is the first time VMAC has had any alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so Well... That you've seen. The Kabaki had some fun spirits. So, sometimes there are things we fight and I can't hit them, but then, Jamal, you just do a thing and they go away. Magic yep. thing. Sure. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Remember there a time there was, like, a lady and there was a, uh-huh. and there was a thing in her? And so I, I just, wish there was, but there, is, there hasn't been. It was, no, it was, like, a lady. And there was ghosts and I hit her and she died. Okay, so... <laughs> yep, that happened one time. I communed with the stereotype. PMAC says, hmm. wiping his lips of his ale, of his wine. You Let's... have a message for me? Yes. That ring, do not destroy. If we destroy that ring, we lose Lefty. Well, oh, great. I suppose you should wear it then. I... I would not... I would suggest keeping it on her person, keeping it as close to her as possible... But something tells me that it is not wise for her to wear it, if that makes sense. Basically, VMAC takes the ring and pulls it away. Remember when I said there was spirit string? That string is her soul stretched. Uh, Wait, so she's in the ring? Her soul is. Just eat the ring. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we will need the ring later, I, said, I, I believe. I've eaten uh, rings before. They come back. Uh, you don't want to wait for them. <laughs> That's where they went. That's why they smell. I hate you. I, I hate you. I put them back where I found them. <laughs> I will explain everything to you in the morning. Right now, we are all tired. You seem lots of energy. I need someone to watch. Okay. Take guard. Why can't she eat the ring? Trust me, I explain later. Tomorrow, I will answer all questions you have. I'm going to pull the string that was holding my old sack together out of it and put the ring on that and wear it as a necklace. Beautiful. Perfect. Okay. So Vima, a chair is out of the equation. I'm going to think of so many questions. He's good. <laughs> you, have, you go ask. You go think up. I'm going to talk real. There is a man in the ring, not a woman. There's a man in the ring. Oh, I'm on my way. <laughs> he that is soul of ring creator the woman you saw lefty that was the person who was tied to that ring before you when you became tied to the ring it freed her Where did so you're go? telling me i have to die and then someone else has to put the ring on in order to be free that is one solution one solution that i think we should scratch off for plan b <laughs> yes, I, keep I, I can discard that solution entirely. Then. I, I would prefer a different solution. Yeah, so me too. We cannot simply go as creator of Ring to uncurse because uh, he is dead and in Ring. So. So, what do we do, oh wise master? Oh, uh, right now, to best of knowledge, we're okay as long as Ring is safe. Ah, well, right then. And then I eventually die and get stuck in the ring. Well, we all eventually die. We just don't get stuck in ring first. So you just have more interesting step between now and still <laughs> than we do. You have more adventure. Look at it that way. Uh, no. 
saying, I'm not saying be complacent. I'm still working on it. There's, there's got to be something we can do. I mean, yes. I mean, my last curse I got out of, I can get out of this one. And I believe you can, but I think we are all tired. We are all stressed. And from the looks of it, you're all very frustrated from your chair time. <laughs> to say the least. I think what we need is good sleep. And then tomorrow, we can punch this problem in the face like we do with all other problems. <laughs> eh? And I look at Jamala. And I, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm what? going to go take whatever booze Barty is holding and drink it in one sip. We will continue like normal. We will be taking watch, but whoever is taking watch, also keep eye on Lefty in case something bad happens. Not that I think something bad should happen, but you know, better safe than sorry. Yeah, you, you know what, BMAC, you're 100% right. Hey, Lefty, you, you, you and I'll take the first watch on Lefty. You, stand. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'll what take are you the talking about? Watch. You know, being, being Chair just, you is know. already watching. You get some sleep. I will have him wake you up in a little bit. Fine. But you need your sleep as well. Oh, well, I was saying, you know, lefty watch. Martis, I will smack you next. <laughs> All right. <sighs> BMAC walks over to chair. Hmm. Jamala, I think I need to cuddle. How are you, chair? Uh, yes. Questions. We will answer questions tomorrow, but you see that star there? And he points up at it. Oh, is, is there any stars? Sure. Oh, when that star, <laughs> and VMAC knows from Wilderness Lord, yeah. when that moves to there, uh-huh. is you're, you are done. Okay. And when you are done, you can sleep, but not before. <laughs> you need to stay awake. If you have to do jumping jacks, if you have to run around, but keep eyes open. I have a staying awake trick. Now, also... <laughs> it's playing with my... You have to stay alert. You have to stay alert. Ah. And while staying alert, make sure Lefty is safe. You like Lefty, yes? Yeah, where is Lefty? She is sleeping. Don't wake her up. Just make sure that if she does get up and start walking or whatever, you wake me up. If anything weird happens, anything weird happens. I should eat the ring. You should wake (laughs) her up. Don't touch the ring. No, but if. Don't touch the ring. VMAC serious. But what if... VMAC uh, puts his hand on you. Okay. VMAC cares for you. Okay. VMAC doesn't want you hurt. Okay. If you touch the ring, you might get hurt like Lefty. Uh, I could just punch it in the face. No. <laughs> you can't punch this in the face. If you, if you could, I would have you do okay. that already. Now stay alert. All right. VMAC walks over to Lefty and Jamala. And he squats down. How are you, Lefty? Uh. Why do I always get the curses? It's how it is. Just the roll of the dice. Like the it first could time be, you get the rash, it's so easy to get the rash afterwards. <laughs> it could be worse. I am Cher's wife. Jamala can vouch for this. It's a, it's a short story. <laughs> I was trapped under a bear rug with Cher for five minutes. No, it was, and that a, was, it was a tapestry. tapestry. Yeah, it was tapestry. With Cher for five minutes, and now I'm his wife. That's how it works. So you're not you're not the only one cursed. I, I just stare at VMAC. <laughs> I'll explain it. And I I'll try to find it. some more alcohol. Uh, here, I have some in my pack. I lean up against the wall of the cave. What soft bedroll things we have, and let 
lefty lay against me so I can comfort her while she drinks and play with her hair because she likes that apparently. And, and, I do it. And before Vimek gets up, he looks at the two of you. Now, Lefty, if you have any weird nightmares, you wake up for any reason, tell me. Wake me up. Do not care about my welfare. Wake me up and tell me. I need to know everything. Okay. Jamala, if Lefty gets up for any reason and she seems not in herself, wake me up immediately. Oh, oh no. I don't think this will happen, but you better safe than sorry, like I keep saying. She won't leave my sight all night. I like plan. Vimek gets up. And he wanders over to Barty. <laughs> and he sits down right in front of him, very serious. Barty, Barty by the way, is uh, has has moved a, a slightly away from the camp, has laid, laid out his bedroll, but is facing Jamala and Lefty. And as VMAC comes over, he puts something back into his pack. VMAC doesn't care what little hijinks he's up to. <laughs> okay, Barty, I know you like to have fun. I know you like to joke around with Jamala and the lefty. Now it's serious time. All right, Dad. <laughs> I care for lefty more than I care for you. I just want to let you know that. Thanks a lot, Mac. All right, got, got, got it. <laughs> now, keep in mind, if something bad like this happened to you, I would have full seriousness and would punch anyone who would be making jokes about you right now. Uh, all right. Yeah, thanks a lot. You know, stick in the mud. <laughs> but if... <laughs> but you are still... You are most alert. You are the best watcher in the group, and I know this. If you notice for any reason that Lefty gets up and Jamala doesn't notice and Chair is doing Chair stuff and doesn't notice, wake me up first. All right. Thank you. You are a good man. Yeah, but you like Lefty more, right? Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> It's just the party and chair show. Huh? <laughs> Vimek gets up very tired. Finally just clunks down. It really doesn't take long for all of the ice to drift off to sleep. So. Oh, wait, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I've got something. I knew it. <laughs> as as Vmac walks away, the thing that I pull out of my pack is one of those crystals that we had from the Isle of Mages. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I just train it on Jamala and and Lefty and give the thumbs up to the crystal and then just set it down. (laughs) Okay.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
this without really a whole lot of incident. Does Cher see anything? About whom? And then the star gets there. No. <clears throat> no. And then, who was like, like, who am I supposed to pass the oh, God damn to? Uh, uh, I want to see what he does. Uh, Let's see this chair uh, logic. Uh, if he doesn't remember, what is he going to do? Lefty. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear care coming up. You're sleeping. I am the protectorate of my dear Lefty. You think that I am sleeping with wo- with both eyes shut? Nay! <laughs> I have one eye open! I feel like you should roll for that one, Jamala. Uh, fair enough. I've, I... <laughs> or stamina. <laughs> stamina it is. I rolled an eight. Reroll it. Suck my clit. <laughs> <laughs> a one. You have one of those? Yes! Of course I do! I am a lady! <laughs> All ladies have the noble clitoris. Yeah, you managed to. Stay one eye open. Yeah. I am good at what I do. I'm waddling up. Um, Lucy sleeps soundly throughout the night, almost like a, a very peaceful, as if she were sleeping in a bed. I walk up. I- I'm walking towards Lefty. What do you want, Cher? Oh, I'm I'm done watching. It's gonna it's Lefty's turn. No, it's my turn. Oh, go to bed. You're clearly delirious. Oh, collapses where he is. <laughs> Just shuts down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very gently. He's just like Vicky in Small Wonder. <laughs> I very gently wriggle out from under Lefty and put her down comfortably so I can go at a medium point between her and the cave and the proximity and so on and so forth. As I said, nothing really happens throughout the night. I'm glad we had that whole scene then. <laughs> Changing of the guard happens without a. A hitch. Yeah. Cool. Not one. Even Barty's a little disappointed because his little magic video camera did not catch anything interesting and fun. <laughs> All in, When Chair fell, he fell in the <laughs> line of fire of the crystal. And got... So it caught a long time of this snoring, disgusting dwarf mouth pointed at the crystal. No, it was actually my ass. Oh. <laughs> it's muscular little dwarf buns. Yeah. All caked with mud and feces. <laughs> Moving on. So you guys are ready to uh, start the next day of travel. V-Mac, you notice that the map itself actually has some additional properties that you didn't notice before. As you're getting closer to your spot on that map, you, you notice that the map almost kind of zooms in. The bigger area has broadened out and become... I'd like to do clarissentience. Okay. Six. What are you trying to clarissentience? I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is up with this map? It's a magic map from a magic island of magic people. Okay, so it's a good, it's a good thing. It's yeah, it's a, a good thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pinch the zoom. Yeah. The part to... Yeah. Okay. No, no VMAX does not do that because VMAX doesn't know that. Yeah, no, Double it doesn't have a pinch button. to zoom or anything like that. It's just, as you're getting closer, it's showing you more of a zoomed-in view of the map so you got more detailed, like, local areas. Oh, and stuff, so. that's weird. I like this map. That's very useful. Mages were good to you. <laughs> they couldn't get you out fast enough, though. <laughs> yeah, like I said, another day traveling. Again, it's that same blasted environment. But you guys have more or less kind of followed this river, this dried up riverbed along the path. It's still going in the same direction. It's almost like a road. It's you know very easy to walk and travel 
it starts again to get dark early because of the clouds and the smoke. And you do occasionally pass by the remnants of what look like orcish camps. They've long since, or not long since, but recently been abandoned. Just kind of lets you know that you're actually a little bit deeper into that nasty little part of the world. Uh, about how many uh, days are we away from the... Judging by the way the map is kind of shrinking down, <clears throat> probably got another two days away. Okay. Well, fair's out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do a wilderness check to see if I can find a good place to start camping. Eight. You actually find the remnants of a rather intact orc camp. It looks like they packed up and left quickly and left a lot of their you know, lean-tos and the fire pit still intact. So you could actually use that. It's just got a bit of a smell. But it's a lot more prepared and convenient than anything else around. Is everyone okay with using the remnants of this camp? I suppose. It's awfully stinky, though. It's about to get stinkier. Outside. (laughs) (laughs) What did we say outside? Uh, Remember, stay in your pairs. Party, come watch me poop. Looking to that. Are you, uh, just say no. I don't. I, I guess you guys are friends now or something. But just say you don't. You don't have to do everything. We have to stay in pairs. I, oh, I've, I've never watched Lefty Poop. The American is I have to himself as he's setting up the camp. Wait. I, <laughs> I, I'm staring at him in disbelief. I watch everyone poop. Violated. That, that's it. Feeling the feeling of that. Is that wrong? Yes, Chair. People don't like that. If I wasn't so exasperated, I'd kick you. <laughs> I guess I'll stop then. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much. Never do it again. It's weird. You have a tail. And uh-huh. You're different no, than anyone no, else. No, 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 no. Go outside, please. Chair goes behind a tree and. Thank you for hiding. <laughs> Climbs the tree. Oh. <laughs> I spoke to the spoon. You hear it. Bob's <laughs> <Bombs> away! <laughs> well. Why do we keep him? <laughs> he buried shit good. <laughs> Okay, let's set up. Should I look for firewood? Firewood, yes. All right. No, well, go. I, uh, I suggest the opposite direction of chair. <laughs> you, you don't have to suggest to me. I have no intention of going anywhere near that tree. All right. Ever. Yep. Well, come on, Lefty. Let's go. Lefties, throughout the day, that whole curse thing doesn't seem that bad, as bad as it did the night before. I mean, a good night's sleep. Good day's worth of travel and doesn't seem as impending or threatening as it once did. I love I love VMAX like brighter side. Oh, we all die. You just have extra step before. Yeah, and this whole thing cursed it could be an interesting step. Being eternally tied to this very possessive spirit. Uh, yeah. We don't yeah, really know much about that it. Sounds, that sounds pleasant. I'm so. Mm-hmm. Are we all firewood? Usual thing. You looking for another tree? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any? Oh, there's some fallen branches under my poop. <laughs> Pick those up. Shake the poop off as best I can. 
I rolled uh, an, an eight for perception. Wait, detection. Sorry, I rolled. I rolled an eight plus three, eleven for detection. I got a thirteen. For uh, you notice while you guys are collecting the firewood, Lefty's actually kind of humming to herself a little bit. Oh, is it a pretty song? It's not a depressing song. It's just kind of a little tune. What's that song you're humming there? What? 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 You're having a, a, a tune. I, I I don't know it. I was? Yeah. Yes, yes, you were. Oh, I guess I don't know it either. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Good. Oh. That's weird, right? I, should it be? I mean, we all um things that aren't songs sometimes. It happens, right? I guess. I didn't, I didn't really know I was humming. Oh, how much firewood do I have? Oh, enough to get you guys halfway through the night, and if everybody else is pulling half your load, you guys should be good to go. Let's go back to Femac. <clears throat> okay, let's do that. Is this good wood, Barty? Uh, that's... Yep. <laughs> Give it to Femac. <laughs> you know what, Chair? You know what? This is what you need to do. You need to take that... Vmac loves firewood so much. <clears throat> You know, in my travels, I, I, I have I have met many Kavaku tribesmen, and so what you need to do is take this wood and don't don't shake it off. You don't need to shake it off, and and, and you just walk up behind Vmac really quietly, and then you just rub it on his back. How's that sound? Does that sound good? Why would I do that? Oh, he loves it. It's a Kavaki tradition. Really? Yeah. How Persuasion. Come he never asked me to do that before. Persuasion. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a nine with the... That would be... Uh, Twelve. What's your wisdom? Yeah, oh, God. Uh, my value? Yeah. Fourteen. It kind of makes sense. Oh, God damn it. Should I... Okay. There you go, Dad. <laughs> Somebody had some father issues. <laughs> so talk about Papa Gleeman. So I guess I'm gonna see if I can sneak up on my buddy B Mac and give him the surprise that I'm told he will love. Roll dexterity for stealth. Before he does that, I, I take off my cloak and chair. Another part of the ritual is that you need to you need to wear this. This helps you. Help sneak. All right, roll persuasion again. Oh. This time he's going to have some modifiers. I know, because he's chair. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like clothing. No. Not wearing Critical! Ha <laughs> ha, you son of a bitch! <laughs> that would be a... Holy shit. Um, a, <laughs> that would be a 22. <laughs> I rolled a 19 plus 3. It's uh, almost like wearing a backpack anyways. Uh, all right, it's not really clothes. You don't have to wear it. You can and just kind of put v- it. V Mac. You love V Mac. It's yeah. like a ghost costume. He's your wife. Okay, I'll do this. So I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Out of character. This is such a bad idea. Okay, in character. This is a great idea. <laughs> so that's so it is versus my perception. Do I roll? For no, my, my dexterity versus uh, probably your perception. You get a you get a plus plus one to stealth with your cloak. Five dexterity. So plus the one six. Yeah. What's your perception level? <laughs> level? Yeah. Or value? Level. Five. Okay. 
Damn so, it. what's your detection skill? <laughs> uh, plus three. Okay, so you actually hear chair coming up behind you with some sticks, and he's wearing a cloak. That throws oh. me back up. Vader, <laughs> chair, why are you wearing a cloak? Uh, uh, you ruined the surprise. What surprise? I was gonna put these rub these sticks on your back. Vmac looks at the sticks. There's Vmac. still flies buzzing around. <laughs> Why were you going to rub those sticks on me? Because of the tradition. Barty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told me, and he gave me his cloak to wear to do this nice thing for you. Me- meanwhile, by the way, I'm, I'm very high <laughs> in a tree. Meanwhile, by the way, uh, as as Chair has uh, was very poorly sneaking towards Vmac, <laughs> I was climbing up into this tree as high as I could possibly go and out of Goliath reach. Roll climbing. Okay, so that would be what dexterity. It's strength. Strength is to climb, and your dexterity determines how fast. And right. I'm assuming Barty isn't doing this with all of this stuff. He's left something behind at the encampment. Am I correct? No, I've got all my stuff. The only thing I, the because we haven't, we haven't camped yet, really. It's true. They are gathering firewood in a hostile environment. Okay. I know what you were doing. You son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> VMAC looks around. Okay, chair. This is what you're going to do. I rolled a five, by the way, on my strength. Okay, you can get up there. What Barty did was he lied. Mm. He told you an untruth. Mm. He wanted you to rub this on me because he knew that would make me very upset. Mm-mm. What do you want to do? Why would... Because he's mad at me, because I grounded him. But this... It's just rubbing sticks on you. It's rubbing sticks with the poo on it. Oh. Oh, we just didn't go put poo on Barty. <laughs> VMAX smiles. Now, when you keep those sticks, hide them. Okay. And when you're on watch... Well, I know where there's a whole bunch of poo. Oh, well, Good. <laughs> It's in the. Tr- it's under the tree that Barty's in. Now I don't want you to actually rub it on Barty, because that's mean. We don't want to be mean like Barty. Okay. We want to trick him. Mm. So when he's sleeping, you're gonna put some of that poo right next to his face. Mm. Or in his mouth. <laughs> do what you want to do, chair. Because it tastes bad. <laughs> you are correct. I'm assuming at this point Lefty and Shin. Yeah. Lefty's humming again. <coughs> so, uh, VMAX sees him coming. Hi. That is nice wood. Thank you. VMAX. Lefty has a. Uh, uh, she's humming. And she doesn't know why. Chair does the same thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. It goes like this. Oh, but Chair doesn't have a ring tied to her soul. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was, yes, that's where I was going with okay, that, Okay, Chair, yes. uh, like, V-Mac rubs his hands. It's like, this is not going to hurt. And then he says straight to, uh... Wait, what's the big deal? Go collect more wood. More clean wood. Huh. V-Mac puts his hands, uh, pretty much around Lefty's, so he can do some telepathy and for, or declare an audience. Okay. Kind of get a feel of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Which would be better? Probably some telepathy. Nice. That would be 13. Really? Things just with her. I mean, you guys haven't gotten into a fight in a few days. Traveling's been good. She slept really well. No bad dreams. As a matter of fact, probably good dreams because she feels like awake, refreshed, you know, 
happy to be here sort of thing. That's really about as much as you can get out of it. Seems clean. <laughs> I think it's just humming. Like I said, chair hums. <laughs> Maybe we're just being paranoid, uh, but it, it seemed weird. I understand. Keep eye on her, I guess. If this is extent of curse, yay. <laughs> there are many worse curses out there than humming spontaneously. And feeling good. Feels good. Do, do you feel fantastic? from the tree. <laughs> I feel fantastic. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm super. Thanks for asking. Well, I guess we got camp up for the night. Yes. Okay. Keep an eye on her. Remember, same as before, if anything, if, if it looks like it's evolving past humming. Get me. Barty, are you still in the tree? I'm staying in the tree. <laughs> are you sleeping in the tree? Yeah. Is there, okay. well, is there a comfortable, nice, is it a big, like a big branch tree? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, there's not really any leaves or anything on it. It smells well, that's of, okay. And it smells it's... of chair shit. But... Yeah. Can I, can I like Will Scarlet this stuff and just sleep in the tree? Yeah. All right. <laughs> VMAC sighs when he looks up the Barty, like, you coming down or you staying there? Nope, stand right here, Dad. And you can't do anything about it. <laughs> VMAC looks down for a rock. <laughs> VMAC finds, I'm guessing, a random stone is on the ground. Right. Baseball size. VMAC looks up at Barty and just tosses the stone to himself. He's like, if you're not down here for when someone needs to tell you it's time for you to be on watch, I'll get your attention one way or another. Oh, oh, threats now? Threats? <laughs> I see how it goes. When words don't work, you use your, your strength, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes when people hit a line of work. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fine, I'll come down when it's t- my, my turn. I actually have a pretty good vantage point up here. This is a good I'm, spot. I'm not, I'm just saying. Do you want first watch or something? I don't... I'll take first watch. Okay. That's fine. So you guys get the camp going. The fire is <laughs> roaring. <clears throat> okay, so everybody's going to sleep. Everybody's sleeping nice and soundly. And Barty's on watch. Barty, oh. roll. Detection. Detection. A spot or what? search or... Whatever. I have spot, yeah. Okay. Right, so spot. <laughs> so that's a 10. It's kind of late into your watch when you hear some noises coming from camp. You look over to see that Lefty has rolled away from Jamala. And she's kind of moaning in her sleep. Should I be rolling stamina again to see if I notice? You can try, yeah. You're going to be a little fatigued from last some, night. Some shitty sleeps, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're dead asleep. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a two. Dead to the world. So, yeah, so you're kind of wondering if she's having nightmares or not. All right, so I, I, I'll uh, jump out of the tree. Roll acrobatics. All righty. <laughs> I rolled a 10 plus 2, so that's a that's a 12. Okay, you um, parkour your way down the tree, and you come up to where Lefty is laying down, and you can see basically you're worried for nothing. She doesn't look like she's having bad dreams at all. Quite the opposite. She's having very good dreams. Like, like good dreams? Like good dreams. She's got a very Hello. big smile on her face, and she's kind of stretching her body back and Is she making sexy moans maybe a few yeah okay <laughs> anyway, so so what are you uh, doing Barty? well i i i come <laughs> upon the scene oh i mean 
scene. Uh, and uh, when I see this happening, is she saying anything or is she just moaning? She's not saying anything. Uh, she ain't gonna like, understand okay. it, or anything. I mean, it's just kind of caught up in the moans and stuff, but nothing articulate. This is the best curse ever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, uh, I kind of smile and, and take out my crystal. Barney's my favorite character. <laughs> I then, uh, lay down the crystal and, uh, well, actually, I'm kind of hand-helding this, uh, you know. This crystal getting... Minicam style. Yeah. And, uh... After she... Does she stop eventually? Yes. Uh, after she stops, I put the crystal away, and, uh... I walk over to VMAC. VMAC! 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 Ah. Ah. Lefty just started making all these noises. I didn't know what exactly it was, but as soon as I heard her, I came over to you, and, 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 and I'm waking you up because she was making these, like, uh, very intimate noises. Uh, something's going on in her dreams. Good dreams. Snazzy dreams, hot dreams. Bimac shakes his head around and he's slowly waking up and he looks over at her. How does she look? She's sleeping quite peacefully, a little smile on her face. And... I'm gonna kind of stumble over and I don't want to touch her. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do a, a telepathy. Okay. Just that I don't want to interfere because mm-hmm. she deserves to sleep soundly. Mm-hmm. And I got a one. Yeah, you don't sense anything. Explain the, 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 the noises she was making. <laughs> Ah, uh, explain the noises she was making? <laughs> yeah, does it sound like she had a bad dream? Like, Oh, no. It was a good dream. <laughs> oh. That's... Yeah. Uh, 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 I mean, I don't uh, know. If, more and more. Know, I'm wishing I had this curse. Me, but... like, <laughs> like, she's humming. She's feeling good. She's dreaming. Well, if, if you rolled her over... Get back to the three before I put you there. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm done. I'm, my, my watch is, is over. Do you see? The, look up look up there. See the star? It's left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, V-Mac looks around like, well, I'm awake now. <laughs> V-Mac just clunkers down. It's his watch. Okay. I, uh, yes. I, I lay down next to... I lay down next to... No one. And, uh... <laughs> Go to sleep. I don't want to push my luck, you know. No whammy. <laughs> a couple hours later, it's... I've summoned Wolfbear to kind yeah. of, like, pace around to watch us. It's, uh, Chair's time for his watch. I walk over to Chair and I shake him. <gasps> Is your turn to wake oh. up. <laughs> Alright. Oh. I... He's okay. Don't, don't, don't. Oh. But look at all this poop I've made. <laughs> <laughs> Show it to him in the morning. Okay, alright. I woken in the night by mystic golden light. My head soaked in river water.
banquet for the shadows, horse night with dancers in the next day you check your map you guys are you know maybe a day and a half away maybe a few you know maybe two at the most depending on travel time from where you're going you know you've got to cross through toll to get to this other place where the tower is at so and vmac is not the not because he doesn't think that she should have a say in it but because he's trying to cushion her from worrying about anything he's kind of like He's looking at the map and doing logistical stuff away from Lefty. Okay. More to, not because VMAC doesn't have faith in her logistical prowess. She is a goddamn princess of the pirates <laughs> and runs a goddamn ship. That's more than VMAC could do. But she's going through a lot right now. I don't know. I think I think if I notice VMAC being uh, shady with the map, I'm going to. It's not that he's being shady oh, with you, it. Actually, your mind's kind of in a different place right now. First thing, I mean, when you woke up, the sun's never been brighter. Still very gloomy day, very can see the sun, but this is going to be a good day. You just feel it deep down in your soul. This is going to be the best day ever. And you just, you know, whatever kind of weirdness is going on with the group, with Barty doing his thing, with VMAC doing his thing, and chairs poop. (laughs) None of that really seems to matter. It's just today's a good day. And nothing, like, the curse doesn't bother you at all. All right. So then I'm doing my best Snow White and petting rats and bunnies and birds. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a very good spirit today, Lefty. <laughs> it's just a good day. I don't know why. It just feels, feels like good things are going to happen. Uh, that's a good source of optimism. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your chin up. I mean, we're due for some good things. You know what? We are. When we find that wizard, we're gonna... I don't really know, but it's gonna hopefully not be awful. (laughs) Well, he'll he'll help us get to Cleveland, so by definition... It's gonna be great. Everything's gonna be great. Barty, what's going on? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You're holding his club. (laughs) (laughs) VMAC marches on. Okay. Yeah, I take my my club back from, uh, from chair. Oh, yeah. Oh. I pooped in it while I was sleeping. <laughs> Not even on purpose. <laughs> Just 
just I was making poop and sleeping, and I totally forgot that I never took the cloak off. Okay. Uh, well. That is a backfired prank. That is much better than anything VMAC would have wanted. And, and I, 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 when Barty starts taking the cloak from me, I go, oh. I find on the ground and it just yeah. it comes out all liquidy. There's a lot of stuff in here that I didn't know that we ate last night. Oh, there's like a dead rat and I ate it and that's where most of the hair's from. <laughs> and and that's those are those are sticks I ate and those are those and those are all the rings that everyone threw away. <laughs> uh, hmm. uh. Uh, uh, great. That's great. I happen to have some soap in my pack, in my inventory. It's true. And uh, I pull out some uh, one bar of soap and the water that's in a, you know, one of the canteens and Barty, try to uh, go to a little bit of work to it. You're wasting water on it. Just, just get rid of it. It's just... my water, you son of a bitch. Okay, okay. So I tried to mildly clean the stink off. Vmac is marching forward. He has no time for uh, washing clothing. Well, I'm walking and cl- I'm walking and cleaning at the same time. You know, oh, kind of holding it off to the side of me. You're getting that everywhere. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Those rings are still good. <laughs> Can I eat another one? Yeah, if you're not gonna eat those. Okay. They're all yours. Happy breakfast. <laughs> oh, can you get the poop off? The poop tastes bad. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's all you, pal. All right. So I'm holding all these rings and polishing them in with my hands, getting feces all over my hands. And... Uh, God, moving on. <laughs> about halfway through the day, well, as morning gets about halfway past, you guys notice that Lefty's actually starting to veer southwards. She's still walking the same path with you guys, but she's further and further and further to your side with each passing hour. Lefty? And she seems well, to be looking off in this other direction. VMAC is probably still trained on the front, so I'd, I'd mm-hmm. be relying on... Uh, where, where are you going, uh, Lefty? I, I grab her, her hand. Oh, I don't know. This way just feels good. We, we got to go this way, to the, to the uh, wizard's tower. I don't know. I think we should go this way. It feels better. <sighs> Um, I, I take her head. Well, come, let's go talk to VMAC about that then. We don't want to lose VMAC. Okay, I'm gonna keep going this way. But we could. Um, I'm just gonna pull her uh, towards VMAC. We could. We could get. You know, we'll walk and talk. We'll just. Let's just go up to to VMAC so, so we can. But just a, just a okay. Bit. But you guys are going the wrong way. We need to go this way. Yeah, yeah. Just just a just a bit. Just a just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Feedback. Feedback. Feedback stops and looks over and walks and is like, "What? What are you doing over she, there?" She's walking that way. She wants. Is she still walking? Yeah. Uh, let's stop for lunch. That sounds like a good plan, yes? Yeah. And let's let's go see what uh, Lefty's doing. Lefty! She's still walking. And VMAC is uh, hustling over it. Is VMAC gonna. Uh, uh, oh god, I hate running. <laughs> kind of way. Lefty, sweetie, I. Uh, what the. Uh, could you, we're just gonna stop for lunch, right? Can you just. just 
get uh, some of the fruit out of the bag. I've got rings. If anyone's Shut hungry. up. Do you want lunch? <laughs> Is Lefty stopping for the sake? Uh, roll wisdom, Lefty. Hey. Uh, if it's a short lunch, it would be okay to stop. Otherwise, why waste the time? Come to me, my bride. Yeah, I mean, I'm not hungry. Uh, you guys can eat if you want. Well, let's not separate, though. Yeah. He quickly pulls out the map and looks at... Does it, is everything marked? Yeah. And he's he's doing this in front of everyone. And he's looking so at... So if I see the map and I see the the house of Toll... Oh, no. Once, he start, once they start talking, you actually turn around and start walking again. You're like a okay. fish on a hook at this point, being reeled in. Jamal, keep her still. I, 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 I hold on to her around the waist. Oh, come on! I just, we'll just stop to get something out of our packs real quick, and we can, we can walk and eat some apples. I'm, uh, I'm trying to do. I think I'm all of the hand, and I just start swinging our arms and continue to walk. There's a oh, couple God. little circles, like unopened circles on the map within the toll region, and then there's a solid circle and kind of to the south in that general direction where she's heading. What is the circle? It's just like you've got open circles as if they were like towns, and then you've got a closed circle, like a capital within Toll that she's heading towards. She's heading towards Toll. Dumac says out loud. But we're walking. Toll? Yeah. What? Toll. There's a Toll? No, you're a troll! No! You're you're heading towards Toll. Come to me, my bride. There's something about Toll. Vmac, has she stopped to talk? No, no, she's still walking. Vmac, she doesn't seem to realize that she's still walking in that direction. Lefty, you need to stop! I can't. Why, Why would you want to? Because you're acting weird. This is part of the curse. You need to stop. We need to go to Toll. Oh, God. No. Why do we need to go to Toll? I'm going that way. Um, something tells me it's and Vmac is walking mm. as he's talking and hoping that Barty and Jar are following. And I am gripping her hand really tight. She should notice, but I'm betting she won't. <laughs> I'm just walking with Barty, popping rings in my mouth and swallowing them whole. <laughs> Have you two followed, or are you? Yeah, yeah. Because Vmac was the leader. So. Yeah, you know, everyone's. They're going to fight a troll? Is that what I heard? Uh, Lefty, you seem to know where you're going. We're going to uh, just follow for a little bit, Jamal. Jamal, you pretty much pulls Jamal aside. We know where she's going. She's not running away. I'm not letting her go, VMAC. I'm not saying we're leaving her. I need to have a powwow. You want me to let go of her hand? Yes. <laughs> no, no. I need to talk to you. Look, look, and I'm, I'm, I'm like whispering through my teeth. Uh, she was not going to just talk. She's not going to notice anything. Just, just, just say it. If I get Barney to hold on to her, I don't want her to possibly hear this. <laughs> Barney! Uh, yes, Mac. She stays in eyeshot constantly. I need you to hold hands with Lefty. What's the issue? What's going on? And chair. Hold hands with Lefty and chair. Oh, are we going to keep walking or do you want me to stop her from walking? Keep walking. Okay. I'm... I walk over to Lefty and start holding your hand. How you doing, Lefty? Hey, Barty. Hey. Yeah. hey. You're holding my hand. Well, you know, VMAC told me told and you to, but that's a, that's, aside, you And know, we're walking in step, a... just like a few paces okay. apart. Okay, fine. Hey, Lefty, hold my hand, too. <laughs> it's a little stinky. Hey. Cool. VMAC told me to do it, but, you know, I, I don't mind. So, as curses go, it's either going to be very good that we get her to where she wants to go, or very bad 
No matter what happens, I won't let anything bad happen to her. I believe you, but I wanted to let you know that this is either going to be very good or very bad. I suspected as much. We will have to do our best. And I think the buddy system is still going to be best. You should bring out Wolf Bear. Good call. He should always have his eyes on It's going to take me a bit. I'll have to catch up with the rest of you. Fine, you have the map. I'm just going to stay with her. Uh, Barty, chair, you can stay with me for a little bit. I trot up to Lefty, and I hold a hand that's not stinky. <laughs> okay. uh, well, actually, I I, I uh, just wave off Emac and continue to walk with Lefty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, Lefty, you're... As you guys are getting closer and, you know, you're getting further and further along the trail, you start having thoughts and that are, to you, they're 100% natural. It's not sudden. It doesn't feel abrupt, although it suddenly kind of hits you that, you know, you're on your way to your wedding. You can't wait for this to happen. It's been so long and it's blah, 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 blah. This is actually a, you know, that's why you're excited. You're almost like wanting this for real. Part of you thinks that everybody else knows that this is today's your big day. That this is, you know, they, they, we all went on this trip so that you could actually go get married to this man. And so Wolf Bear's out now? Yeah. And I'm caught up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, with some level of that discomfort, uh, wipe the schmutz off of her hand onto the hem of my dress and and, and I'm holding, since Barty won't fucking let go. <laughs> <laughs> I just smile and nod at Jamala. I hate you. <laughs> I sincerely hate you, Barty. Give her the thumbs up with my other hand. <laughs> oh, you shut up. <sighs> See, like a little twinkling. <laughs> when he does it. Fimac is keeping an eye on her, and I wish we could stop for a few minutes so I could just do some freaking clear audience or something. Come to me, my bride. Actually, her pace, if anything, is getting quicker. I figured. You guys are actually coming to a rather, rather forested area. This is surprisingly nowhere near as blasted as the rest of the landscape that you're used to. But there is a very clearly defined road that you're starting to take. You actually see road markers. You can't read the language on them, but there's obvious well-made road markers. They don't look weather-worn or anything. A couple hours later, you actually start to see statues of elves and armor and, you know, cloaks. And and nothing is rotted or looks like it's falling apart or ruined or anything. They all look brand new. The actual road has become paved and cobbled, and you're heading along on this beautifully cobbled road with these beautifully full lush trees i'm gonna try to telepathically send a message to jamala okay and actually i want you to roll gleaming magic as a knowledge test so roll like just knowledge Ooh. and then add your skill level to it that would be 19 okay what's the message i want jamala to get the ring away from left i want it on jamala's person that's the, mm-hmm. kind of like pretty much I want, the message I'm trying to send to Jamala is, Jamala, I want you to get the ring away from Lefty. Oh, gosh. And on your person. I'm afraid of what might happen if the two were to be together. Oh, wow, that was weird. He's never done that to me before. No. Now, you you asked me to roll uh, knowledge. I have, uh, and Gleam Seeker magic. Yes. Both? Roll your knowledge dice and add your Gleam Seeker magic. To the test result. Uh, six. Ten. So ten altogether. Okay. All this perfectly preserved landscape and 
paved roads and statues. You can't see it, but you know that this is an illusion. This is not real. This is fake. You can touch it and feel it and it feels real. You, but when you look at it, you can't see past the illusion, but you know when the light is being used to make things look different. And, and something is making this look pretty. And the only time you want to make things look nice is when you want to hide basically bad things behind it. The opposite would be, you know, if you wanted to make something nice be hidden, you would put something ugly in front of it. Well, this is the opposite of that. Yeah. Okay. I'm holding Lefty's hand, and uh, I can see that there's a certain amount of determination in her face. Lefty, dear, where are we going? We're going to Toll, of course. What are we going to do in Toll? Celebrate. Celebrate what? Jamala, you're my best friend. You should know. Oh, then, you know, just, uh, just, uh, just tell me, you know. Of course I know, but, you know, it's your big day, right? It's the big, beautiful day. It is my big day. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so glad you're here. Ah, uh, yeah. Say, say, Lefty, um, you know, you're not supposed to have your, uh, wedding ring before you actually get married. I grabbed the ring around my neck. What? Why? Question, real quick. Logistically, whose hand did you drop to grab your ring? Barty. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Barty. He's everyone's second favorite. <laughs> well, I'm my first favorite. <laughs> it's tradition. I hold Barty's hand <laughs> and smile big at him. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, so that means no one's holding my hand now. I know, I'm still holding your hand. Wait, I thought I was holding Oh, no, Barty actually, she's not. Cheers, hand. You're not holding Jamala's hand either. Actually, you've drawn your sword about an inch out of its scabbard. Oh, shit. And you let go of it when you realize what you did, but you just realized that you had... Oh, but it's tradition. I'm, I'm uh, your bridesmaid, and I'm supposed to give the ring to your betrothed. As a married man. <laughs> oh, you! <laughs> I will explain how B-Mac this works. Just picks you up. Looks uh, right at you like, can, can you pick no. me up? Can you pick me up? Yes. Strength is seventeen. Oh yeah, you probably can. <laughs> now is not the time. Bmac is like newlyweds. Bmac's got. Remember that, when we were that young? Bmac's got that serious. <laughs> The chair knows uh, is super serious. So you guys have never really stopped walking. Yeah. You actually break open into a cleared courtyard, and you see this beautiful estate house in front of you. Party house. VMAC, this town is a little illusion. VMAC looks at Wolf Bear. How is Wolf Bear responding to all this? He doesn't seem to have really picked up on the fact that you guys are seeing something differently than he is. Because he's seeing... Yeah, he's seeing what's really uh, there. Which would be best to try to see what he's seeing? Clairvoyance, uh, which I don't think you have. No, I don't! Come to me, my bride. Lefty picks up the pace and actually starts heading straight for the house and the door is open as she approaches. Oh, this is not good! Get in there with her! I tackle yeah, her! sprinting next to her. I tackle her! To the ground. Oh god, that's probably worse. <laughs> roll uh, dexterity. And uh, actually, roll reaction, Lefty. I rolled a nine. Alright, Lefty, roll uh, reaction, and then basically in your mind, you can't believe that bitch just attacked you. 
on this day, your day. How the fuck did she get <laughs> off doing that? <laughs> I'm, I'm like giggling in high spirits like I'm supposed to be. Because I know that yeah. that's a abrasive. <laughs> Roll charisma. Because <laughs> otherwise it comes out like a cackling maniac. <laughs> I got a 15 for uh, telepathy. Okay. Locking in on her. Perry, I got oh. six. That's just the Perry not adding the three from uh, reaction. So nine. Defender wins the tie. Okay, so yeah. roll charisma and VMAC. I rolled a nine again. Okay, what's what was your wisdom value? Ten. VMAC picks up. This is her wedding day. Suddenly, her best friend just kind of went crazy on her, and she actually is kind of confused that you guys are all acting so weird about this when you seem to be so happy for her before. Doesn't make sense to you at all. <laughs> Well, VMAC is picking up on this is curse. Yeah. Look what you're wearing. You're not wearing your beautiful wedding gown. How silly of you. You're actually, when you charged at her like that, she was actually, she's a swordsman. So she just kind of turned around, took the her sword, still in its scabbard, and tossed you down under the ground <laughs> with it. <laughs> and yeah, you kind of came off like a nervous cackle instead of a friendly gleeful. Hee hee, we're playing. <laughs> I love the. I just. You're, you're unprepared. I mean, look at you. You're not wearing your gown. You're so excited. I completely understand. Why are you guys trying to stop me? Why are you being so strange? Well, I mean, just just look at you. You're not. You're you're wearing. You're you're prepared for battle. You're not prepared for your big day. I, I will get ready when I get there. We can't keep stopping. Why are you attacking me? Lefty. I wasn't attacking. I, of course, of course. You can't have a wedding just, without a tapestry. I just want this to be the best day, and I was, I was, I just, I mean, if you go, if you go in there, surely your groom will see you, and it's bad luck. Chair is right. Chair is right. No, chair is right. We need a tapestry. Chair. <laughs> Go ahead, get a tapestry. On it, tapestry duty. Oh, yeah, I follow him with that nice house in front yeah. of me. So, <laughs> and, and I'm doing a telepathy to him. Okay. Chair starts to walk towards the, mm-hmm. well, run towards the house. On, on yeah, tapestry duty. And they got a twelve. And then telepathy said, "Forget about the uh, tapestry. Really, go start for danger." Okay, I'm sprinting at full speed, and I respond vocally. All right, looking for danger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly chair. In chair's head, it probably sounded like you were shouting after him yeah. instead of actually yeah. talking to him. You gotta learn how to use that better. <laughs> it's really chair's fault. with everyone else. Yeah. is keeping up with Lefty. He's like, Lefty, so do you remember the curse? You don't really know why they keep what? calling getting married a curse because they're all single. That's probably why. Why would you call my wedding a curse? I'm not calling the wedding the curse. Remember, you two days ago, we found the ring in a cave when you put the yeah, ring on. Yeah, now I'm engaged and I'm going to get married. It's wonderful. How did you... you for me? How did you, you meet... You've seen me so much? Chair, you get into the house. Yeah. And it's a wreck. This is a ruined, yeah. horrible building. And there's somebody standing on an altar dead ahead of you. Huh. He's wearing. Oh, by the way, I'm back with is, chair. Okay, his back is turned to you. It's just a big black robe, and that's really all you see is that person there. It's some two candelabras with the candles. Dark wizard, taking him down. <laughs> yeah, I pull out a throwing dagger. I have to run full speed and okay. club this guy in the back of the fucking head. All right. <laughs> okay, roll attacks. Yeah. Okay. 
now I get to roll my fun card. I'm trying to just stall her at this point. It's sort so many questions. Do we get a surprise bonus on this? Yes. I rolled a seven plus four, so that's an eleven. Seven. Okay. Plus six. On my throwing dagger. Is... You know what? Perfectly balanced dagger. So it's a twelve. <laughs> okay. Thirteen for attack plus sneak bonus. Thirteen. Okay. So Barty whips out a perfectly balanced flight dagger and throws just wide. Of the son of a bitch. Chair comes charging up, pulls up his shillelagh, jumps up on the altar, come, brings a hammer crashing down, and roll strength. Mm-hmm. All right, roll strength every day. <laughs> Four. He stops for a minute and or just a second in midair before he's just suddenly just <gasps> flung <laughs> back straight through the doorway again, and he actually just hits the ground, sliding <laughs> up towards where. VMAC is. Lefty uh, just keeps walking ahead. Lefty, where did you meet this man? The dark wizard. Take, dark wizard in there. Take three points of damage from hitting the ground. Okay. I just know him. How? When did you meet him? How uh, long have you known him? Come to me, my bride. You're supporting me, VMAC. I am, but I care for you. I uh, just want to know. I've, I've already, I've stood up. I, 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 I throw myself in front of Lefty and around her. No, uh, what about us? Barty, what are you doing now? At this point, I've realized what has happened. I see that chair has been thrown back by magic. <laughs> so I turn around towards Lefty and pull out my rapier. Oh, I am up. If I'm up, I'm running full speed back into there. Okay. Now, Lefty, you, you, you basically hear... Somebody calling, you know, your husband calling for you inside saying, Tell me, my bride, save me from these brooms. Nobody <laughs> else hears that. She hears it, though. Right. It's him shouting to her. So you've got Jamala and Barty, who's now drawn a sword on you between you and him. Chair just charged in, presumably to go kill your husband. Yep. And VMAC keeps asking you why, where you met him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd respond to the threat of physical danger from Barty first. <laughs> well, Jamala's like wrapped her arms around you at this point. I thought she was standing in front of me. Oh no! That oh, was I, I, I embraced her. I put our faces are practically touching, and I said, "What about us?" If it were anybody else, I guess attacking your husband, maybe. But this is chair. <laughs> Full He's fucking speed. Full fucking speed. Cher <laughs> only likes to be thrown by one person. And that's VMAC. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker gonna get something in the face. <laughs> so Cher goes running back in. All right, so declaring actions would be... You've already taken your I'm action. You've grabbed... shove Jamala. Uh-huh. To try to make fun for the house of Toll. Okay, roll strength, and then you roll strength, Jamala. What are you doing? Soften her? <laughs> Five for I, strength. I rolled a six. Yeah, she actually resisted you. No. Barty, what are you doing? Strength is different than unarmed combat. Yeah. Oh, you've got unarmed combat. Oh shit. No, add that to your strength. Okay, so eight. Okay, so yeah, you've just been kind of pushed off to the side. <laughs> Barty, your action. I have drawn my rapier and I look at Lefty and I tell her, "You have to go through me to get to him." Okay. And my sword's already out, so that can be arranged. <laughs> Share. Try that same attack again. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll soft, soften her. Yeah. Uh, okay. That was a uh, 22 on casting. Okay. You got a dead bang right where you needed to go. Say kumpay lava! 10 for attack. 
Okay. Roll uh, strength. Nine for effect. Five for strength. Again, except you're actually further away this time. You get stopped in midair and get thrown right through the door. Your friends are trying to kill me. Party, you might want to dodge this because you hear Cher screaming towards you getting louder. Ah! If he's getting thrown again, reaction plus defense plus dodge if you have that. I do have dodge. Wait, is Barty attacking me or am I attacking Barty? No, well, you guys haven't really attacked each other yet, but Cher's flying through the doorway about to hit Barty. And you would have to attack me. Like, I'm not going to advance on you. You would have to come through me. All right. All right, I rolled an eight plus two for for eight with uh, reaction and plus two for dodge, so it's a ten. Okay, you manage to just duck out of the way as chair goes flying over you and hits the ground again for another four points of damage. And this time he's got kind of a road rash across his back shoulder. So we got Softener Lefty. What's your action? Barty is standing between me and where I'm going. Yeah. I'm attacking Barty. Am I in front of Lefty? No, yeah. you're actually behind Lefty now. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Then wouldn't he have to fly over Lefty or? No, it's a big doorway and... Basically, the way I saw it is she's heading this way. Those two went in. Uh, so he's to the left of the door, and chairs coming flying out again to lane almost at okay. max speed. Okay. Unfortunately, past the softened earth. Right? Oh, God, I'm so sorry, Barty. I got a 17 attack. Okay, roll defense, Barty. All right. Well, you said my softened earth worked. Yeah, she be... hasn't taken any steps forward. She's just... Isn't she about to... Brody. Her, her against no. Barty. She doesn't need to move to attack him with her sword. Okay. Sorry. I had done my math wrong. It got, I got a 19 for attack, not a 17. <laughs> oh, Ouch. It, All it's right. restricted, but not by much. I, mean, I got a 9 on my defense, plus 2, for so an 11. 11? Okay, you got hit. What's your armor class? My armor class is a 7, because I just got some new armor. It's not armor defeating. Go ahead and roll damage level. Uh, 8. 9 minus your protection level on your armor. 8, so only 1. Okay, but she's not playing around. She was hitting to kill. That's fine. No, that's crazy. <laughs> What's your action, Barty? No, it's fine. She's in softened earth. <laughs> yeah. did, I, did I see... That VMAC cast softener. You can actually like... see that she's when she made the move to attack, she her feet were kind of stuck in place because she's in up to her shins in the mud. Ah, well I, I take a step back. <laughs> okay. Good call. Jamala. I am running right in there and I'm going to avenging like the fuck out of whatever's inside. It's a again, a dark man standing up in an altar. His back is she's wearing a black cloak. Candles. He looks like he's standing at a wedding altar. Not on my watch. Uh, D10 plus four. And I have a new multiplier of five from the level I got in between this episode and last episode. Thirteen. You hit. Roll effects. Eight. Eight points of damage. Okay, so basically, like a jealous wife, <laughs> Jamala comes charging into this uh, church and <laughs> blasts this guy with a blast of avenging light. And he screams out in this horrible earpiece-piercing screech. Now he's got his attention. The robes are burnt, catching fire. He reaches up with a clawed, rotted, half-skeletal hand and rips off the cloak. And you see a a man standing there. Well, not a man, but a a corpse of a man. His skin is stretched and rotted with centuries of just decay. 
his face is more skull than skin. He's wearing a crown, a steel, a, like a light chainmail hood over a hauberk with the flaming remnants of whatever sigil was worn over top of it. I mean, this was his armor and his clothing for dress, and he's got his great sword on his hip, and he just pulls that out and starts moving towards you. It's a lich! A bitch? <laughs> Vmax drying out the earth. Is that a full action, or can I also kind of like maneuver myself yeah, between? Yeah, you can maneuver, yeah. Like, the idea is, like, I want to try to, like, I'm pretty much on lefty duty. Mm-hmm. My goal is to keep her in place and mm-hmm. protect her from the now informed lich that is coming mm-hmm. our way. Running full speed. Okay. Clarty? Because see, what I would like to do is that I've noticed that the magic is the only thing that's actually working. Well, I'd like to somehow coordinate an attack with Jamala. Would you have noticed that with what with the confrontation outside? Well, you weren't bodily thrown out of the building. <laughs> and okay. you were actually able to identify the creature, so... Yeah, kind of, I guess. He's the only person that's gone in and lasted three seconds without getting tossed right back out on there. Okay, just let me know when I can move again, and I will. Okay, what's your your action again? Is this when you're going to do the... What are you going to do now? Seeing that it's an undead creature, I will rebuke undead. Left. Yeah. What's your action? Party's still fighting me, or...? He's actually kind of heading towards the door, and now that mud that you've been stuck in... You realize uh-huh. that you're suddenly stuck in mud has dried up into a cake mass on your feet. Okay, so I'm gonna struggle to get out of that. Okay. Does she have enough reason to realize realize what happened? Because she's seen this before. She's seen mm-hmm. the do Right this. now, her mind is desperately trying to save her husband. Why won't you stop them? Okay. From her friends who have suddenly just gone psycho and for some weird reason are trying to kill her and everything she loves. So, yeah. Demac, uh, the spear is out. Okay. And I'm very cautious about Lefty because Demac mm-hmm. realizes Lefty is one hell of a force to fight. And she's pissed off on her winning day. Yeah. That's going to have some modifiers to it. What would I roll? I imagine you could use your sword to kind of bash out the, the, the dirt and try and climb out of it. Okay, go ahead and roll that. Four. It's hard to miss the ground. Go ahead and roll damage. So it's starting to break up. You can almost move one leg. Chair is charging forward. Go ahead and roll up your attack. Oh yeah. 14. Oh. I, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I should Roll strength. Why'd you just roll? His defense attempt move. That was a critical. Uh-oh. 10. You charge in, and at the last second, this thing is glaring as it's heading towards Jamala. It's pulling, you know, it's got its sword drawn. Its hands moving forward, its sword drawn back over its head, it's moving in to kill. When you charge at it, for a moment it it seems to have missed you. Like you have not caught its attention until like just the last minute. Its gaze just shifts towards you and it puts up its hand in the last minute. The one that was, you know, basically steadying on Jamala, he just raises it back and you stop in midair again. This time though, I mean, it's almost like instead of the focused whatever he was doing before this is more him just kind of like oh crap and moving his hand aside to brush you past and you hit the pews on the ground next to him but as immediately as he realized you were there and he dismisses you and again advances towards Jamala you didn't take any damage because it was rather close alright here I go oh my god oh Tiamat and as she was doing this I wanted to throw 
a dagger at him at the same time. Like, basically, watch her and wait for her to cast. And then as she did it, like, right when she did it was when I was going to throw. Okay. She steps forward, actually, like, defiantly holds her hand up as if to command this thing. I rolled a one. She starts to actually speak. God starts damn it, Jabala. <laughs> Plus four, it was five. Was, but, oh, was a fail, yeah. yeah. She got oh, tongue-tied. No. But you heard her start speaking, so you think spell about to go off. Yeah, let's see what this does. Well, it was a critical. It would have been great. We rolled a critical. All right. It was, uh, let's see, 20. Okay, roll damage. Damage is a, it's a seven. It's a seven. Okay, so, so the dagger goes straight through the chinks in the armor and slams mm. into this thing's chest. It staggers it back, actually, two or three steps. When it looks down at itself, sees this dagger, pulls it out and drops it on the ground and begins again to advance towards towards Jamal. So it doesn't seem to have been affected too much by it, but it did pause for a second or two. I turn back towards Lefty. Uh, Lefty, that hurt. And not like the physical pain hurt, but like the panicky, oh my God, you know, you just watched your husband get a dagger thrown in his chest. And what you see is not the lich. You see this beautiful elven prince who's just desperately fighting for his life in there under this assault by Cher and Barty and Jamala and VMAC holding you back to prevent you from doing anything about it. And you just saw a dagger just go into his chest. He pulls it out almost desperately, drops it, and his shirt is just blooming with red blood. This was to be a happy day. Right? Yeah, you just kind of start bashing at it a little bit more frantically. God damn it! Go ahead and roll your attack, VMAC. The plan is to do soften earth uh-huh. right when she's putting, stabbing the sword in again. Okay, that'll be tricky. Go and ahead then and roll it. Locking up again. Okay, go ahead and roll it. <laughs> that would be a 21. Okay, that's your casting test? Yes. Okay. Passing test for something that is insanely heroic here. I'll give it to you. Yes! Yes! And then effect would be a total of seven. You soften the earth again. She sticks the sword in and and the ground's actually soft. Uh You're starting to draw the sword out when he dries it back up. But you've only got a couple inches of the blade left to pull out. So giving it a quick pull or a shake and then boom, out it comes. And actually, that broken up earth is now a little bit more broken up because it was drying itself back up in those clumps that you had just kind of broken it up in. And then you shake them around a little bit more when you were pulling out the sword. Damn it. So you've got one foot you can almost pull completely free. And now there's just one more foot left. And yeah, VMAX screwing with you a bit here. The lich is almost like right on top of you, though. I will roll, dodge, I will move. Okay. Like the slinky little devilish lady that I am. <laughs> Got my bag around my neck. Uh-huh. And I put the head of the axe in it. Barty threw something. <laughs> I want to throw something. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw the head of the axe just at this monster, at the biggest part, the, the body. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's going to take you a little while to do that because you got to pull it out of your pack. Oh, yeah, i got to, like, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you'll be the last action there. 
How many moves is it going to take for me to uh, shuffle out of the way and then find a position where I could try to rebuke Undead again? Basically, just take a few steps back and hit it again. Barty, I need a distraction! Where is this creature He's... in relation to myself and Jamala? Basically, if you looked at it with this guy being the center of a clock, Jamala's at 7 o'clock, you're at 5 o'clock, and Chair's at 2 o'clock. And I will try to do Rebuke Undead again as soon as I have a clearing to do so. All right, so I I guess I just pull out my rapier and stand in front of Jamala. I guess I'll try to attack it with my rapier. I, I think that there's... there's This creature is headed towards us, and we're roughly in the direction of the doorway. But it's very close to me, so I have to move elsewhere. I don't believe that we will... Barty and I will be parallel to one another. I think there'll be a... There will be a distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, what do you want me to do then, Jamal? <laughs> I mean, anything. Just get his attention. I, I'm. I tried to get his attention. I threw a dagger into his chest. He didn't give a shit. Well, <laughs> now, now we're in two vantage points. He has to look in two directions now. Ooh, flank. Yes, we're flanking. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll go to the. To the right of him. And I will... Try to attack him? I will attempt to clear my head so that I can do this right this time. So, who wants to go first? Jamara. <laughs> is, is, is the creature's attention still on me? Oh, yeah. You want it on you to, in order to rebuke him, though. To a certain extent, you want him hmm. looking in your direction. All right, well, here I go. Eleven. Nice. Plus four. Fifteen. Yes. You... Hold your hand up and again call out this commandment to to it. And it it screeches again and starts to back up and actually drawing back as if he was backing up from a flank. Why won't you stop them? Putting his hand over his head, uh, looking down, just stepping backwards. Actually stepping closer and closer to Barty and Chair. And and that's when I swing out with my rapier. Okay, go ahead and attack. All right. Attack, D12 plus 4. Alright, that's a 10, so 14. Nice. Okay, go ahead and roll damage. D10 plus 2. At this point, he doesn't even realize he's being attacked from behind, so there's no defense to roll. That would be a 7. Okay. Is there anything special about the attack? It's going towards his, his... Since he's, like, looking downward, I wanted to go towards his head. Okay. Alright, without fail, you just... You, you draw your sword back over your uh, shoulder, you swing it high overhead and come crashing down on its neck right where it meets the right shoulder blade. You dig about four inches into it, and it's not like it's biting into a body. It's a rapier, so wouldn't it be more piercing? Well, no, a rapier is, like, you're thinking, like, the old epis, swashing... No. Yeah, the epis, no. A rapier is just a thin blade. Okay. And something that would, like, what he's trying to do, I mean, if he tried to stab the neck, it would be near impossible but he could actually come down and chop at the neck with something like that and be much more effective. So he piles that sword straight down into the, the neck and goes about three inches deep, and when he draws it out, it actually gives it another half an inch or more into it. And it sinks down to one knee, again, squealing, and that hand that was kind of covering its face to shield it from these flames that it doesn't see as Jamala's moving forward, continuing this rebuke. It grabs the, the, the neck and the back and... Throwing this axe head. All right, roll throwing weapons. Don't just don't. <laughs> don't hit me. <laughs> yeah. Would that be dexterity then? It would just be dexterity. Six. 
A six? Yeah. Right, he's got a couple feet in front of you. It's not hard to miss okay. with a six. Awesome. So basically, Cher just kind of tosses this axe head into the back of this thing. It hits him in the back between the shoulders, which causes it to fall forward. Its hand that was holding his sword drops his sword and upper, you know, holds itself just barely upright. I thought you loved me. Or lefty. It's your turn. I'm going to get my other foot out of the mud. Okay. Roll another attack test and damage test. 15 attack. Mm-hmm. 12 damage. Basically, you just drive your sword in, shove it to the left. It breaks up the mud enough for you to pull your legs both of them free and out. And you just... VMAC, what you see is... Nigh enraged. You see her hair just kind of like dangling in front of her and like a matted... Like a like a frenzy. She looks almost feral. She's so fierce right now. She's, She's a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Okay, VMAC, what are you doing? Oh, gosh, guys! Soften her. <laughs> okay. Stall, stall, stall. That is the name of the game with VMAC. Okay. Busy! <laughs> Alright, are you continuing this? Should I roll or... If this seems to be doing more than my Avenging Light did, if it seems to me that this is clearly the correct action, yes, I'm continuing it. This thing can't really move right now. I mean, it's it's faced with multiple threats, but the most as if you were in a house that was burning down in front of you, and the only way out was back, but everything behind you was kind of attacking you, but the fire kept getting closer and closer and closer, what would you do? You know, that's kind of its reaction at this point. You're the fire. You're coming closer and closer to this thing, and it just wants to get away from you. It doesn't care that these all these little rats nibbling at its heels. It just needs to get away from you. My eyes are glowing at the air around my hands. It's pulsing and black, and I will move wherever this thing is and destroy it. It's trying to upright itself, and step backwards. Well, go ahead and roll another rebuke. Okay, so that's seven. Yes. It's wounded now. It's actually having a harder time resisting you. Party and chair of actions. Running at full speed with my club. It's trying to step backward? Yeah, it's trying to actually stand upright itself and, and step backwards at the same time. Well, I'm going to try and use my sword to sweep its leg. Okay. All right, roll attacks. All right, D12. 13 attack. Okay, you hit it. It's not. You guys basically have got carte blanche on this thing for attacks right now from behind. Yeah, 13 Unless, right. for attack. Okay. For roll and damage. My damage is 7. Four. 7. 4. 4 and 7 is 11. So the back of its leg, see, it stumbles back as chair swinging against its back. And so it kind of falls backwards onto this big hammering attack from chair. Um, so the knee is cut, severed at the tendon, doesn't have that support anymore, falling back and getting whacked. I'm just imagining what poor Lefty is saying. <laughs> oh, it's, it's We horrendous. are going to town on this guy! <laughs> it's, it's horrendous. You're letting them kill me. What's your reaction, B-Man? 11. Go ahead and you can make your attack or your whatever your action is going to be, Lefty. I've got my sword out and I'm I'm going to attack b And I'm... I'm waiting to defend. I was going to cast, but the moment I see her mm-hmm. charging... Uh, I got 16 for attack. Should okay. roll defend? Or? Yeah, parry if you have it. Use your spear to parry. But your spear still gives you a parry bonus. I do? Yeah. Of what? Like two or something. What'd you roll? 12. Oh, without without whatever the parry bonus was. Okay, parry bonus. <laughs> <laughs> 
total of 15? Yeah. And your armor class is... Six. Okay, so it's not armor defeating. Go ahead and roll damage, Lefty. Alright, 14. Okay, so 14 minus your armor's PR. Five. So you took nine points of damage. Oh, guys! So her sword just crashes into your armor. You actually feel like the side just almost get bit into by the blade. That hurt. What are you doing? <laughs> Grapple. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, the D-Max just... Boom. <laughs> okay, roll... Uh, Crush! Roll unarmed attack. And lefty, roll parry or dodge. Uh, I got 14 for parry. <laughs> Three. <laughs> so... What? I'm like... This is how it was B-Mac. <laughs> so, you come to charge in, she basically there. hooks her sword around your shoulder and pushes you down on the ground, almost Oof. the same way she did to Jamala. And now you're just, your your hands are basically holding you up off the floor. B-Mac does not like this. You can actually push right past him now. <laughs> B-Mac prefers that. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Cher and Jamala and Barty. This guy's on the ground, right? He's on the ground. Can I make He's... soup of his head? <laughs> yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that Cher is in the position, and I just saw what happened to V-Mac, so I turn around to face Lefty. I'm constantly pushing closer. He dropped his sword, yes? Yes. If I'm anywhere near that, I kick that away from him. Okay. And you're still in concentrating on your... Yeah, should I roll it again? Yes, please. 13 for attack, 10 for damage. I rolled a 10? Like a 6 plus 4, 10? It looks up, at, and you can't stand up. It can't back away. It's trying to kind of scoot itself back. It sees Jamala heading closer to it. Its head, you know, lifts up. Its arms lift up. And Cher just gets right on top of it and just swings. You got remember, we have like a three, four-inch cut across the neck already. Almost half the neck is severed off when Cher just golf swings it. <laughs> battle, battle! <laughs> and it gets flung over to the left. Uh, rips right off the rest of the uh, shoulders. It just, and it's out of there. And once it disconnects from the body, lefty, roll a toughness, please. And she's charging and screaming, and as the head disconnects from the body, she just stops and hits the floor. Just stone cold, just boom. She's like somebody flipped off a switch. She just turns off and hits the ground. I run towards her. We all run towards her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might get something runs towards her. I go and kill the head, smash the head. Okay, it's on the ground. You're just beating on it, beating on it until it is a puddle. <laughs> Barty. Yeah, I head over towards Lefty. Has the illusion worn off? The landscape has completely changed. It aged a thousand years in the blink of an eye. Oh. <laughs> he knocks down. He hears screaming. He looks up. Oh. <laughs> Vmac runs in. Vmac sees Chair going to town on the head. And thinks that's good. Sees that Lefty is knocked out. Looks at the body. Points at Barty. Barty, burn that body. Uh, all right. So I head on over to the body and I take it to the on the altar. Was there? They were. Were they? The candles were lit. Were they flamed? Yeah. Ah, ha ha. So I pick up the gross dead body and I put it on the altar because that's fitting. And I start to light it on fire with the candles. And I say, hey, chair, come on over here. It's a bonfire. <laughs> and VMAC points at Jamala. You help me get her out of here. VMAC picks her up over his shoulder and they just hustle. Yeah, as soon as I see that you that the, the body has been properly lit with flame, I 
toss the candles against. Are there any tapestries or fabric around oh, in the rotten everything? I mean, there's everything in this place will burn. Awesome. Nice. So I take the I take the candles and I throw them I throw them towards the, the nearest thing that would light on fire and and make sure that all of I, I'm helping. I'm doing. I'm following Barty's example. Okay. And, yeah, and and just making sure that everything's yeah. catching fire to burn this fucking thing down. This and, is evil furniture. And once we get a safe distance away, Mac was going to like gently remove the ring from the necklace. Mm-hmm. Do another third sentience. Well, the other entity that was inside of it is gone, but you can't really see clearly enough if. There's a connection still between the ring and her. VMAC turns to Jamala. Keep this safe. Don't let her know you have it. I'll put it with Jennifer. The Lich Sword. Yes. Is that a good sword? It's bigger than you. Hmm. So that's a yes, it is a good sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's take it. <laughs> it's for. I don't like where that's memento going. Memento of her husband. Well, we come out with this Lich Sword. Get that away. I have to agree. It's cool looking. It's and evil. It has a bowl on the bottom. You are an idiot. <laughs> Leave it in the ruins. She likes swords. And this is not the sword she should have. Thought it would be nice. It's not. I thought you were going to call it a wedding present. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wedding present. Yeah, she already got one sword today. It's done. It's done. Is a sword better than that sword? As if you can share tell. Um... It's that probably more like the sword she normally uses. This one's just bigger. But in your mind, bigger's better. Yeah, exactly. It's bigger. Chat. Yes, yeah, she did get a new, she did definitely did get a new sword today as I rub my shoulder. Chair <laughs> <laughs> sticks the sword in the ground. Alright, whatever. It's evil, Chair. It's evil. All weapons are evil. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, on that uh, somber note, uh, the curse was lifted, and uh, all of the spirits that had been trapped by the vile Nestle, master of the house of Toll, uh, sang out in a joyous refrain. And from the sky, cold tears of joy rained upon the black encrusted earth. So say Galilap, uh, seer of all, master of uh, narrative insights. <laughs> Fare thee well. Dungeons and Doritos is a radio show production and is made possible by the support of listeners like you. <clears throat> to support the show, head to the Nerdy Store for D&D merch or donate directly to us for exclusive items where duels. For more Dungeons and Doritos episodes, character sheets, fan art, and other groovy things on the internet, visit nerdyshow.com. Saga's RPG is the official role-playing system <coughs> of Dungeons & Doritos. Uh, to learn more about Saga's or pick up a copy, visit sagasrpg.com. Dungeons & Doritos is in no way affiliated or endorsed by Doritos, Frito-Lay, or Wizards of the Coast. <coughs> this podcast has been a work of parody and <laughs> any references to outside content are for the purpose of satire. <laughs> Characters appearing are fictitious, as far as you know, and any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental, I assure you.
You're all lady ghosts being released from an endless curse. Yeah. <clears throat> Flying into the aether. Are you guys ready? Yep. Ready. Hooray! Totally rad. Cowabunga, dude. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.